0: Yes, I say good afternoon, Patriots, but it's Friday, July 21st, but it's actually morning for me. This is the old style, by the way, bended knee. I don't know if you know this, but when bended knee first started, everything was at 1 p.m. Eastern, which is this time right now. And it occurred to me, it's like when I moved back to the West Coast is when we pivoted this. So I, I obviously see we don't have as many people as normal, which is quite all right, but if – if um, I am going to put it out for a survey here. And if you have any comments, we'll let us know in Telegram or here in comments. But I'm wondering if this is how we want to go back to and get this as our regular time now for Ben Didney. I'm not making that change, so I'm clear. Today is a special time because I have an interview with Mike Adams um, for his new show, Decentralized TV. And the only time he could fit me in was at 1:45 p.m. Pacific. Which cut right in the middle of our typical Friday bended knee, so our prayer Friday. So anyway, just throwing that out there. If there's if there's anything that comes up, um, nothing's changing beyond today. But we will we'll look at this down the road if people are interested in this, and, and we'll just kind of do a survey and pray on it and see what happens. But that's all good, Patriots. I'm gonna talk first just about one of our great sponsors, which is iTarget Pro. I wish they made one of these for spiritual warfare, but we can ourselves, so that's good. So anyway, I want you to hear this. It's really good at these points in time to keep vigilant on your skills at home, especially with all the craziness going on. And in all the power and healing we have, we also have to be very understanding that it is our responsibility to take care of our domicile to make sure our family is safe. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, side alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223 so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. So there you go, setting things up perfectly before we get going here. We have a lot of prayers today, and I want to begin by, so I can see where I put it here. It's a he said I just picked up about a prayer healing. Just give me a second while I locate it. But it's, um, anyway, we have, here it is. It says Louisiana toddler drowns in pool. Brothers' prayers save him. So this is, uh, let me see if I can get this thing to work right. Hang on just a second. We're having some strange things with the web this morning. Hmm. Okay, I don't know what's going on with that. So let me see if I can put it in a different browser and make it work. Things are acting bizarre already today. Let's hope that that does not continue. I'll tell you that right now. But anyway, this is a prayer, an issue here, exactly what we talk about all the time of the power of prayer healing. And um, here we go. Okay, so this is um, some miraculous intervention in the heart of stopping. In a heart-stopping incident at a Louisiana farm, a two-year-old toddler named Max found himself in a life-threatening situation. Max and his older brother, Brody, were staying at their grandmother's house, enjoying the spacious farm and the, and the pool. Little did anyone know that a terrifying accident was about to unfold. Max had been playing in the pool under the watchful eye of his grandmother when he decided to venture outside for a moment. Unbeknownst to everyone, tragedy struck as Max leaned over to fetch some water and accidentally fell into the pool. It was a dreadful discovery when Max was found unconscious at the bottom of the pool. The Power of Prayer Upon receiving the distress news, Max's mother, Courtney, who was at work, felt an overwhelming urge to pray, for her child's safety. With a deep connection in, to her faith, she fervently invoked the protection of Jesus over her babies, unaware of the events that were unfolding. Meanwhile, Max's older brother, Brody, instinctively dropped to his knees and began to pray fervently for his brother as well. With tears in his eyes, he implored God to save Max, placing his faith in the power of divine intervention. At the Frantic moment. As the frantic moment passed, Max's grandmother and sister in law pulled him out of the pool and immediately called for emergency assistance. They did everything in their power to revive him while Brody continued to pray. It was a race against time to bring Max back to consciousness. Max was rushed to Rapids Regional Medical Center, his lungs filled with fluid and his condition critical. His parents made their way to the hospital. Their prayers continued, each beseeching God for their child's life. When they finally arrived, Max lay in the hospital bed, surrounded by tubes and monitors fighting for his life. A word spread quickly about Max's plight, and soon the community and their church rallied around the family. People flocked to the hospital, forming a prayer circle around Max's bed. Throughout the night, prayers were lifted for his recovery, their faith unwavering. Morning dawned and signs of a miracle began to emerge. Max showed remarkable improvement and doctors confirmed that he had suffered no neurological damage. The power of collective faith had touched Max's life, defying all odds. In the wake of his miraculous recovery, Max shared a profound experience with his parents. He recounted how while submerged in the pool, he felt the embrace of Jesus, who held him close during the most vulnerable moment. Max astounded his parents when he described the scratches on Jesus' hands and feet as if bearing the wounds of sacrifice. This revelation left Courtney and Brandon, Max's parents, in awe of the divine intervention that had saved her son's life. They expressed their immense gratitude and acknowledgement that miracles, miracles do happen even in the face of the unimaginable circumstances. Max's incredible journey garnered widespread attention when his story reached online platforms. Messages of support and faith poured in from all corners with many acknowledging the greatness of God's power. Max survived, or Max's survival was a testament to the unwavering strength of the family's faith and the undeniable presence in our world. As Courtney, Courtney reflects on the series of events, she remains filled with gratitude for the extraordinary intervention... That brought her baby back from the brink. The experiences deepened her faith and solidified her belief in the power, prayer power, and the divine protection which watches over her children in a world where miracles may seem scarce. Max's story seems reminds us that faith and prayer can surmount even the greatest challenges. Max, the brave two-year-old who triumphed over adversity stands as a living testament to the miracles that can be found when we place our trust in the higher prayer, in the higher power. Well, let's, let's, whoever wrote this obviously is very concerned about saying things like praise Jesus and you know, all things like that, you know? So, I mean, those are the sorts of things that it, it's funny when you read these things, you're like, no, oh, come on, I guess let's get down to it. It's, it's the power of the living God it's the god of miracles that just intervened there which we're all super good with and let's not be delicate about it let's like get on it and be real and understand exactly what our powers are we have given given the authority to do amazing things like this and so it's it's really really something to witness and to see and so very happy for max that's a just a great story that was sent to us by one of our great Beat ads. And I thank you for that submission. So that's good. All right, Patriots, we've got some stuff to do today. So let me get some things just organized on this desktop. And here we go. All right. Today we've got a long list of prayers. I want to thank everybody for being here at this different time. And um, we're going to get busy because we've got a lot of ground to cover today. Um, So as just an update from last week, and this was the update from the prayer we did for the gray room who um, had prayed for his cousin who had broken his neck and had no feeling and no movement from the neck down. He had been considered to be paralyzed for life, basically, as the doctors would say. He He was paralyzed from the neck down. Let's put it that way. So we did our prayer on Friday last week, and in the process of that, um, within one hour of the prayer, it it's the I guess I'm looking here. It's Phil's brother. I'm reading here how it originally was. So this is his cousin. Anyway, within one hour of that of that happening, the the individual had recovered movement in their ankles and their hands and their torso and had feeling all over their body again. And I confirmed with the gray room last night that that has continued to be the case and he's in recovery and he will ultimately walk again. That is amazing. That's that's a praise Jesus moment right there. So, good stuff. All right, patriots. I did just post this in Telegram again just so you know, just so people don't complain about missing it. I know it is a different time, but anyway, we've got we're going to just keep rolling on here. So let's open with kind of a setting of our our, our stage here before we get going with, with our with our amazing Father, Father God. We come to you today, just very humbled, very energized, and reminding our being reminded in this walk that the miracles, your miracles, the miracles of the living God, happen all the time we just need to realize what we're looking at in this world and we need to start praying into it and using our authorities so father with the authorities given to us by jesus and from the from the sacrifice made for us in this moment we declare our authorities to today to heal to Cast out demons to raise the dead and to do greater works than he. And Father, wherever that leads us, be it your will. We are, we're going to invoke this authority fully today as we again begin a Friday prayer session to bring about the powers within this world that you've given us in, in, in accordance with the walk that we make with you to transform, and to most importantly, heal the sick in so many forms. And Father, I guess our overarching theme is what you gave us ourselves for Operation Vineyard, which is to rescue, to heal, and to restore. And that ultimately becomes our entire mission in all that we're doing here and beyond. And so Father, I'm going to begin today with a, a prayer. And this is a prayer just to open this today with A prayer for the children and really in context of the commission that you've given us, which is Operation Vineyard. So Father, we're just going to pray and just with the authorities given to us, just proclaim that the resources that are needed and the clarity and vision that's needed for each person that's accepted this commission be made fully available and that each step that we're making now becomes very clear where we're going, that that guidance is provided and whatever resources needed flow down. And then with that, we declare each county that we are in to be a county of kingdom. We are declaring the entire and proclaiming the counties that we're in to be kingdom counties, not just just random spaces. And then as we go forward here, Father, we'll commit to declaring spaces that we need in terms of land or resources, anything like that, we're going to declare those as restored to kingdom. So as we come across those, we'll pray on them and declare on them. But in advance, we're declaring our counties to be kingdom strongholds. We're just asking for that power and blessing to put a hedge of protection around each of our counties to push out or make possible to push out any of the demonic and, and dark activity to bring it to light and have it cast out and put us in the position as the champions of, for those regions to stand up mightily like David did before Goliath and become the champions in this fight to push out evil and to lead the way for the others to start awakening and becoming a part of something so amazing, to literally rescue, heal, and restore the children. So Father, we we just pray into that and ask for your in agreement, ask that you're in agreement with us, and as per your will, make this powerful moment, a moment of transformation for our counties and ultimately our nations as we step in boldly to Operation Vineyard as a commission for all those that have walked in that space and have accepted that commission, again, to provide the blessings and resources as we move forward. Okay, Patriots, let's begin. We have a pretty good morning full of prayer. I have to say, there's like nothing, I love Prayer Friday. It's awesome. I look forward to it. It's really good. And see where we are. Okay, starting. We're going to start with some praise reports. Praise report. I asked for prayer for my court date today. We had a very good day. For unknown reasons beyond comprehension. Excuse me, here. For unknown reasons beyond comprehension. A totally out and totally outside his mo. My ex did a no-showed no ex no showed or no-called court, and the case was taken off the calendar. My new husband and I cannot believe it, but God, and to God be the glory, knowing my ex, this isn't over, but still amazed. In all the years spent in court since 2009, he never missed a hearing, especially when in instigating. The only explanation is God. Thanks, prayer warriors. I will keep you posted about this amazing first step, Kid's Voice. Another one here. Scott and Bard's family, thank you for being here to pray together in Jesus' name. I'm asking for prayers of clarity. Okay, so this is a this is a prayer. Excuse me, I thought it was a praise report. I'm asking for prayers of clarity. I think I have been called to help children in need. I have helped a child who was abused raped and impregnated and forced into abortion more than once her mom had died from drug abuse and she was left to her mom's best friend and her husband the man raped her from the age 12 on i was able to take her in and guide her to to press changes charges excuse me to press charges i helped her for years and taught her a trade to help her with her with, with her future I am feeling this nudge to fight for God's children, but I'm afraid because I have a younger daughter. You've prayed for me before after my ex left us homeless and for a lady I I met during my struggles who I was able to find housing for through the grace of God. I know I can make a difference in children's lives. Please pray for me to find the answers in purpose. Kind regards, Kim. Well, Father, as we open this prayer, this is an understandable concern that I think, in terms of kingdom, is minimal. But I think that it becomes a legitimate concern in a day when there are so many influences around us, and we're trying to protect our children. And so, Father, we're asking for a. a, Our prayer here is for clarity, but also there is a word here, and that is that we have to remember that when we place ourselves in the trust of Father, that path will take us to places that in the walk of the flesh we will find uneasy or concerning, where in kingdom it is a blessing. So that's to Kim just to remember. Father God, we're we're praying here today just for the clarity for Kim and just the continued blessings on her as she has struggled with being without home and helping others. And this is a calling on her heart. And if father, this is truly how you want her to go as she remembers the success and blessings that you were allowed her to give to another now in stewardship of a child of her own. What we're asking for is a clear, clear message, father, something undeniable that this is truly a moment where it's not her asking the question or trying to struggle with the nudge, but that there is a profound and immediate reveal before her that that shows her exactly where you want her to be. If you want her to help other children to open that door and to show her exactly where you want her to go with her child or if you want her to stay away from this, to give her a a kind and, and gentle touch and hand to calm the nudge The feeling of these of this idea of stepping into children. Father, we know that taking care of our children is the most important thing. And so we equally pray for a complete and total blessing and hedge of protection around Kim to keep her child safe and to keep her safe, to keep them full in in home and and, in all that they need and resource-filled. And we just pray now with with all that we have that the next step here that you will show very clearly where she needs to go. There won't be any hesitation or any doubt in the heart. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Hey, Barts family, this little mare baby horse was born a couple of days ago. She was born a a little early. However, she has the heart and the spirit to overcome. I ask you to put out prayers of protection for her and her mama, great mama, up tonight Predator on Predator Watch: Mountain lions, four of them, and large. I was listening to Bart's FM about being a good shepherd when the mayor alerted me. So would would you help to pray a hedge of protection around us all, humans and animals included? Sending prayers and love to all of you, Montana. Well, biblically, we know that being a shepherd is part of the walk, and this is truly, literally, it. And this is the the this case now where it reminds us of the true role of the shepherd, that in times it's not just prayer, but it's also being vigilant with the ability to destroy our enemies and predators that are trying to take advantage of the vulnerable. So Father, there's a great message here, and we're blessed with this reminder of the power of the shepherd in our life. This prayer here is just a prayer of multiple levels. And pray that Montana will be able to continue to feel the power and the might of walking that path as the shepherd. there is a time to step in and intervene and to protect as she has and let this be a, there is something here about an opening Montana that for you to step in this is a, this is much bigger than just your mare. this this is this is about you. so a, an amazing step you've taken and to take that into your life and so father we just ask that those doors will be opened. And that this step here is much greater, as, as, as you've shown, it's much greater than just the mayor. But that Montana can feel that step and have a clear understanding from you, the wisdom that as she steps in to be the shepherd for the mayor, she's also stepping into a bigger role in her life. So, Father, we equally pray for a hedge of protection around Montana and around this mayor. And may this be a great lesson in, in learning of the the power and might of the shepherd the role of the shepherd and in so doing to raise up a, a mare to a beautiful horse that will then itself be a representation of the mightiness of the shepherd and the and the companionship with that is that is protected the horse and may those of the mountain lion which seems so apropos these days of being hunted may they understand the mightiness as well of the hand of the shepherd that walks with you, that leads truly with the sword that you guide. So may this blessing fall upon Montana in that clarity that you provide in her heart and may this step now that she's making be the transformative step that's needed in her life to see, her, see this path that you placed her on. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. You know, it's interesting because I think God speaks in so many ways and we forget this at times. And instances or incidents often speak volumes to us in that that place. And so this reminds me of a a prayer I do wanna do today, we're gonna do now for this, I have a lame cow, and I checked on her last night. And it's really pretty interesting because she's been separated from the herd quite a bit, and a lot, and she's just been kind of staying up near the water and, and laying down in tall grass. So I was able last night to get up to her and pet her and kind of inspect her. And she's got a bad right knee that is um it's stiffened up. She may have either sprung it or she may have actually severely damaged the cartilage at some point. And she's pregnant. And I had mentioned this before because those are difficult decisions and I don't want to see her suffer, but she has gotten stronger as we moved her to a new pasture. And I was able to get up last night and Inspector and she hasn't been moving much because she's living in kind of living in her own waste right now, which she shouldn't be doing in a field that size. And she's got a lot of fly bites, which I treated. But it, what it struck me was just the point that we don't we often limit our prayers to ourselves when we are been given stewardship over the earth, and the power of healing is critical of healing the sick. And I think that we tend to look at that as a as a pathway to just humans, but we are stewards of the earth. And so we do have the power to heal. And I think that's the greater compassion as we reach across to be shepherds for the world. So we're going to pray for this, for my, my cow. Father, we're just praying to for the cow number three, ear tag number three today. who has a very bad knee on their right front, as, as you showed me last night. She's in comfort, but I'm also reminded of how strong she is. In spite of the pain she's in, she continues to work around. She's isolated herself, so she's not moving with the same herd herd as a whole, but she's put herself in a place where she's safe. But Father, we want to see miraculous healing on this. This is part of us being shepherds and stewards of this time. And you've, you've shown that she's willing to receive even as, a, as an animal that's in pain. as I was able to come up to her and pet her and, and w- inspect her last night. So, Father, just as a, as a powerful prayer today, we're praying for healing of the right knee and whatever el- other ailments and joints that have come acro- come about because of this. And just to steward her back to good health as she carries child, carries calf, And um, as she does in this place to remind us, too, of the power of life. And I think that's one of the most striking things, Father, in this whole thing is here you have a mother. And she is struggling to keep strong and to keep nourished and to carry her calf and is not giving up. And there's no question in the animal kingdom about aborting a child. That's her duty and responsibility. So it's equally a, a prayer that that sort of resolve in, in mother's hearts can shed widely across this world. To understand that this is a function of life is that we carry children into the world. As, the, as this cow carries a calf into the world, she will overcome and fight to overcome until her last breath. And it's also an equal reminder in that decision point that I was placed in, Father, it's a reminder to us all that we, as a steward, I a shepherd, I had the opportunity to consider putting her down. And yet that, as you know, has struggled with my heart because it's not easy to consider that when, when an animal is pregnant. We should never take those decisions lightly. And the beauty is, as you have shown here, is this is a mother that is strong, that will overcome in spite of things seeming impossible. So, Father, may that... We pray that blessing and understanding will just sh- spread across, especially this new generation, to spark the love and the compassion and the reminder of the power, the power of, of being a mother, of overcoming the odds, even when things seem impossible. And that would be a strike down and as much as we can towards the these horrendous, sacrificial places called Planned Parenthood. And we just pray, pray that they are completely shut down and they're sealed off and that there's just a complete reveal that every time somebody goes there, the true master of those, which we know as Baal and Moloch, reveals its face to such a degree that it leaves people so shocked and stunned that they will literally understand who they are serving as they try to sacrifice a child. So Father, again, we thank you and bless you for all these prayers and we thank you for the the blessings and we do declare healing Massive healing over this cow number three's right front knee. And just ask that that can be restored in full as she try, as she works to carry calf successfully and bring that newborn into the world in Christ's name. So, um, prayers praise report. This is right here. A couple of weeks ago, uh, for, I asked for prayers. I had someone bring to my attention that my school board in our district was up for vote this November. I definitely felt that this was God bringing it to me, so I applied and was going to run against the one person. My prayer was that God opened the door completely if this is what he wanted me to do, and I found out the other person had dropped out. So coming this November, I will be on our school board. This is from uh, Junie Bird eighty one, and she added an additional comment in chat about this that now the school board has a God fearing, loving Christian on the board and will fight for Jesus, which is fantastic. So, praise Jesus for that. Wonderful, Father, thank you very much for the clarity in the in this from our prayers that that, was, that clarity was opened for Junie Bird eighty one, and that now we have put place somebody on the school board to be a steward for the children and a voice for the children with the the mighty power of the vote and and the influence necessary to steer those demons out of that place. Praise note, thank you for praying for rains to cease in southwest Victoria, Australia. When the clouds parted, we witnessed a heavy amount of spraying. The next day, the spraying stopped. It was like they had been caught red-handed. We are now enjoying blue sky days and starry nights. Praise God. Many, may the great weather continue. Sharon L. Oh, Lord, this is fantastic. We just like wiped out, thanks to you, we just wiped out chemtrails. Yeah, we might have to try that as a prayer. We haven't thought about that. See, that's the thing, preachers, I have to tell you that I love this so much is because as we go along and we witness the power and miracles of prayer, it inspires what we can do for prayer. We're not limited. I think, you know, we, we are very conditioned in this world to think in terms of binary solutions. Like, okay, I need to pray for healing. Okay, that means I get to pray for somebody that's sick and in the hospital. And maybe they broke their finger. We've we got prayer warfare going on here. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it with people's, you know, we're seeing the miracles of healing. And, and that's the piece is don't ever be intimidated by the magnitude of the, of the problem. We're truly the doctors here. I, mean, I think this is to understand that we are that we are the healers. the doctors are, are the pharmakia folks. we are the healers. And when we look at the commission that God gave to churches, healing was on the top of the list. spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and heal. and that's how shepherds would be judged. and we know the hospitals aren't doing it. I'm sorry, the churches aren't doing it, and as a result, people end up in the hands of pharmakia. but we can do more than just the healing of the person. We have the ability as Jesus did, to rebuke a storm we have and greater works than he. So this is awesome. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for this reminder and for this blessing for Sharon Ale and for all of the region of Victoria, West Victoria, Australia, that now that their crops can start to grow, the land can start to dry out, and the cows that were getting stuck in the mud can start to be able to roam and graze more freely. And we pray that just you'll continue to shed a place a whole hedge of protection around that region, a hedge of protection for the people that will rebuke the evil that's trying to destroy things for their own good. And Father, we're just reminded about that in this prayer as well, of just the power that you have given us in authority. So Father, we're, we're going to pray today for the authorities necessary, with you, the authorities given to us to literally rebuke all of these poisonous chemtrails. And there's, there's a nudge here. I mean, sometimes we don't know the full function of this. They've screwed our world up so much that they may actually at times trying to be managing a weather storm that they have already created by virtue of their manipulating into your system. So Father, with that said, then what we're praying for even greater is that the systems that you set up on this earth that have been so heavily corrupted by man be reset to their perfection and that the issues of men, whatever it is, trying to spray the skies, trying to black out the sun, everything that they do falls and, and fails, including carbon capture nonsense that they're trying to do. May all these systems fail and fail miserably. That no matter how much they build, how much how they try, the systems will not work. Same with electric vehicles. These sorts of technologies that are designed specifically to imprison people and make their health worse, that everything that they try, their, their businesses will fail, their profits will fall, everything they invest will fail, people will reject it, and the systems that you've created mightier than them will literally turn upon them. And that things like tornadoes and and earthquakes that they want to use against us will be put back on them sevenfold and destroy their systems to upend their their machines that they do and to literally destroy what they're trying to do to mock you. And we, we declare these things with the blood of Jesus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name amen. Thank you, Scott and Bards fam, for your amazing prayers. At first, I fast forwarded through the static in the bended knee episode because it was really bothering me. (laughs) That was last week, not this week. But God told me to go back and listen. Through the static, I'm so glad I did. After Scott's prayer, I paused it, looked at the enemy and said, you lose again. He didn't want me to listen through the static. What Scott said was an encouragement and such a blessing. I wrote it all down. God gave me com- confirmations and a couple of prophetic statements through Scott. How exciting. Love you all, Heather. Well, th- Lord, thank you. Thank you for leading us in that amazing prayer, and thank you for providing the blessings for Heather, and thank you for encouraging her to go back and listen through the devil's attempt to disrupt our show, which, hey, this, so I say it, devil, you lost again. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't happening here, i tell you right now. Devil get behind me because I'll tell you, we're going to kick it. So no problem. So prayer requests. So this is an an update and continued prayer request. This is from JCUK, our great follower who sails the ocean over in the UK. My friend and neighbor Phil has remained well since our bended knee prayer on 26 May. He took the radiotherapy that he received in June in his stride. But Phil's wife, Suzanne, told me yesterday that he has just been called into the hospital next Tuesday, 18 July, for an operation on his liver and for an expected stay of nine days. Phil has not been told of any plan to operate on his original bowel cancer tumor, so I am hoping that this may be good news and that this aspect of his cancer does not and will not require any surgery. But I don't know whether this is indeed the case. If you would kindly pray again for Phil, I should be really grateful. My prayer for him is for complete and miraculous healing. No harm to be suffered whilst in the hospital. I was reading Mark 11 last night, which includes the verse, I tell you then, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Oh, I love Mark 11.24. It's good. Thank you so much, Scott. It's been such a blessing to be able to walk with, with, walk my Christian walk with you and our Bard's family in these times across both time and space as well as outside the dead stone walls. Blessings, Janet or JCUK in chat. Father, we'll just repeat this, the passage. I, I tell you, as, as we were told in Mark, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you received it and it will be yours. So Father, we are praying today with the true belief that we've received it. And we say these things in the name of Christ Jesus, the authorities given to us, that we are praying for a miraculous and immediate healing for Phil. And whatever this ailment he is dealing with, that he's walking with right now, that we pray that his liver will be completely healed and that this healing will be powerful and miraculous and it will also be transformative for him, a a deeper and more amazing reminder of the power of the Holy Spirit that will just flow through him and be undeniable in his life. So wherever he is in his relationship with Christ, Father, we're just praying that this will be an overwhelming moment, that this will be another an obvious and immediate testimony that he can speak to as he goes to the hospital and they discover that there's no nothing wrong with him, that his body is completely restored and healed, and we pray complete restoration of his body and healing over him completely, and that the, the idea that the doctors are telling him he must report, that's rebuked. Absolutely rebuked. That's there's now going to be a complete change, and even a, and a change of where they're going to speak to him and say that he needs to be coming just for an a, a, a checkup, just for them to see where he's at. And they're going to discover in this that his body's completely healed and restored. So Father, we're praying into that with hands on. We're just praying for he, Phil's body will be completely restored. No problems. Doctors will be stunned. They won't know what to do except to tell him to go home and live well and live happy. And that this will be a moment that will shake even the medical people as they realize that what they're witnessing here is a true miracle, even though they may not know how to process it, this will start to turn their hearts away from the medicine of of destruction and turn their hearts to the power of healing through the healers and the blessed and the authorities given to us by kingdom. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. From Joseph, Scott, I'm in need of prayer, please. And this is Switchrod in, um, in chat, by the way. Excited to be kicked out, and puts in, the, in quotation marks. Excited to be kicked out of the house I'm renting from my niece. It's exciting because her son and his family are escaping Spokane. My financial situation is not great. Housing opportunities, very few in this small town. My current plan is to move into my camper, go to Redmond, Oregon, to help a friend feed firefighters. At age 70, it will be a challenge, but believe I can do it, but I am also asking for prayer regarding a, a debilitating sciatica on my left side and beating up my badly damaged right knee A replacement was recommended. The the pain on both has been constant for many for more than a year, really bad at least two weeks for the last two weeks. I've beat the heck out of my body via farming accidents as a youth, a very bad auto accident, overestimating my athletic ability in football, basketball, snow, water skiing, mountain biking, and believe it or not, fly fishing. I was diagnosed with MS in 1991, but I told the doc it was, it was my anointing, not my disease. God didn't lie regarding that revelation. Narcolepsy diagnosed in 2003, though long suspected, uh, suspected prior, it is causing some difficulty, much. I will be writing to you about the woman who I am working with feeding hot shots. She prompted prayer for gray for Gary Backstorm and son, woman of faith and deliverance, big operation Vineyard Connection, flames, 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 flames. Love and appreciate you, brother. No lukewarm in Christ Jesus. Well, Father, with as we look at this, this is just a quite a, an amazing testimony who is someone who has amazing faith and who has overcome. And in this world that is so much of a parasitic nature, we are often... Constantly we become under attack and we can often be worn down. And so, Father, we're going to begin today this prayer with a powerful, powerful hedge of protection around Joseph, just to encircle him with the hands of prayers and this powerful hedge of protection that is totally rebuking anything demonic that's trying to derail him and has tried to get to him for a long time. And Father, with that, we're breaking any chains that are tying him to the past or to past issues Or even sly contracts that have been made on the unawares that are allowing the demonic to constantly work and weasel their way in. But now we're also praying, Father, for a miraculous and instantaneous healing of this, and the authority is given to us by Jesus. We're praying that Joseph will be healed completely, that the issues of his sciatica will will be removed, and that'll take us into his back. And we're going to just run our hands up the back of his back, and we're healing for we're, we're praying for the healing in the discs in his back and all the way down to the sciatica and then to his knee, Father, where there's supposed to be a replacement surgery. We're praying for a fully restored knee from heaven, not from the hands of man. Fully restored knee. And may this be such an amazing moment that the flood of no pain and rather the joy and power of the Holy Spirit flood through Joseph's body. And with us, we're also praying for a complete remission, removal of MS and narcolepsy. All of these things just to be completely healed and restored, that these things were acts of the devil, they're demonic attachments, we're we're severing those, those ties, we're breaking those bonds, we're placing a powerful hedge of protection around Joseph. And with this, we're just praying for the Holy Spirit to work from spirit to body, all the way through from heaven to earth, to flow through him and to completely heal him and to rebuke out any of these influences and to give him clarity now in these next steps. As a man that obviously has a giving heart, anxious to to relinquish a place without even a place to go to. And so, Father, what we pray here next is if his pathway is for Operation Vineyard, as he is discussing, that as his full healing comes across his body, that we're reminded that age is not an issue in kingdom. And this is a man who's given his heart and wants to give his heart not only to kingdom and now to a greater mission to help rescue, heal, and restore children. So Father, we're praying for as this as this full restoration comes to His body, that these opportunities to step in to first serve and, and feed firefighters and move that into something greater, to build a a sanctuary for kids comes to tr- comes to manifestation and it truly uh, comes through Him, inspires Him, and that what you're giving Him now as He steps into living into His camper is not a downgrade but a, a release from the ties that are holding him where he is now to step into the world to be a shepherd in that theme today, to be a shepherd in the world as his body is healed and restored and now he's stepping in to be a shepherd to a greater level, to bring greater work of the kingdom into the world. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. So let's move on here. What do we got? Just got this from my mom. Sarah and I are in Tacoma on Saint Joseph's at Saint Joseph's Hospital. Dad was hiking yesterday and began to have a rough time. About halfway th- home, he ended up needing to be helped out of the woods by some rangers, a paramedic, and search and rescue people. They life flighted him to here because his blood pressure was was high and he was extremely dehydrated. The dehydration caused a condition called. Ra- Rabdomyolysis, I think. Oh, here it is. It's D- pronounced <laughs> Well, Thank you, Nikki, who's a medical person that puts these together. I couldn't get through that. Rabdomyolysis, which means that the dehydration caused acute kidney injury. A specific enzyme that breaks down the muscle protein was elevated Anyway, he will be here for 24 to 48 hours while they watch his kidneys and get him de- rehydrated and watch for the effects of heat exhaustion. He is still waiting for a room, but he's sleeping right now and his BP is about 1851 over 85. So we have a couple of updates to this. Update one, the nurse just came in and asked her to give me a lab results and his numbers are in normal ranges except his potassium. He will be given a supplement for that. His uh, diastolic and his uh, systolic numbers are below the med ranges, so I'll talk with the doctor about what he is already on. If he thinks it needs to be changed, I'll ask for that info to see his primary tomorrow. We'll advocate really hard to take him home. The nurse said that I should be talking with the doctor before 10, so keep praying for him to be able to go home today. Many thanks to Joshua and Joel for praying in agreement together with him yesterday while I sat in the car with Avery and Hudson and to everyone else for your unending petitions for him to before God's throne in your prayer closets. God is the healer and Jesus ever and Jesus ever lives to make intercession for us, be waiting for good news. Update number two, Dr. Update. He does not need any more of the BP meds. What elevation he has at this time is from the amount of fluid in his system because of the flush the IV fluids are doing. His enzyme numbers peaked last night at 2,300. Normal is 400. The doctor was concerned about the the climb because he anticipated it to peak at 2,000. But they have fallen to 1,600. He said that he would be willing to let him go home if they are below 1,000. And I held him to... And I held him to $99.99. He would prefer them to be closer to normal, but is willing to let him go with medical reservations. He doesn't want Dad's kidneys to fail, and he explained that the kidneys are like small tubes that, that the fluids flow through, and the enzymes are mud particles clogging it up. The extra fluids help flush the tubes free from mud. So we are going to wait for the next lab work to be drawn and done, And he will discharge him this evening if the numbers are below 1,000. Keep praying. Boilerman. Okay. We got some stuff here. God was just dropping stuff. All right. So it's really interesting. I'm just going to start this prayer. God always, he just seems to do this in my life, that he puts me to do things, and then that ends up becoming something that I've tried, and it becomes relevant to prayer. And I say this because I'm going to be really clear. This is not a pitch, but it's really interesting as I'm going along. There's two things that God is nudging, and I just hope Boilerman hears this. Two things that is going to be centered to healing your father. And we're going to pray for these numbers that you well, we're needing because he needs to get home and he needs to get into into your home and to get him home. And he and God's going to bless that. That's not even a question. But this is the, this is the word, and I. It's interesting how often this comes up. Dr. Lee Merritt's protocols, Dr. Lee Merritt's protocols on anti parasitic protocols. Boilerman, you need to get your father on that. And if you have any questions, of what I'm going to say, look up, uh, what is it, Peterson from Canada. I'm trying to think of his name. I just totally drew a blank. Um, but as a testimony, but my Jordan Peterson, as a testimony, if you have any questions about what I'm going to say, Look him up, but you need to get him on a carnivore diet for at least 90 days. This is all going to reset his body, and the doctors are not going to like this. They're going to tell you it's going to kill him. It's going to tell you it's all this garbage. You need to do your research. I'm not a doctor, but I'm just telling you the word here that this is an area you should be looking into for your father. And there's an area that you need to be getting him on. it. You should be looking into and investigating the anti-parasitic protocols by Dr. Lee Merritt. And I think those things will give you a framework on how to get your father fully healed. But you're going to get some pushback, so be prepared. And so, Father, we're going to pray for just complete drop of these numbers. We need to get his, for Boilerman's father... We just need to pray very heavily here. And with the authorities given to us, we want to see his dad's kidney numbers fall to below 1,000. Father, ideally about 500, somewhere in there that there's a good margin there and that there won't be any hesitation by the doctor. And we just pray for that miraculous and instant healing of his kidneys. And we pray that with the declaration of authorities given to us by Jesus. And we say those things in Jesus' name. And and Jesus, we just ask that you can give this, be there in presence and, and just Touch him and give him a presence and experience in such a profound way that will awaken his deeper part to reality of who he's serving and what the power of love and healing can be. And it's undeniable where this healing is coming from. And Boilerman, just as I speak these here out here, follow the guidance in, in in what was given. Research it. Follow your heart with it. Pray on it. There's no you have to be comfortable with where that is. But the word was to investigate. Dr. Lee Merritt's parasitic protocols and to explore the carnivore diet and to use those things in, as a, if you're so led and if prayer opens that way to encourage your father to go that way. And, and I think there's something there for miraculous healing and in a much bigger sense. So father, we do pray for massive healing over, over. Boilerman's dad and just pray for the blessing over that family, a hedge of protection around them, and just an awakening of an awareness of the Holy Spirit in just a powerful way that it's undeniable where this healing is coming from in Christ's name. I am asking for prayer to bring the note to myself that I am remnant and to be protected in the battlefield of the mind from the evil that is always with me, trying to destroy my life and faith. In Jesus' name, David Cohen. Well, David, this is interesting what you say there. And I think there's, as we read this, it's pretty clear. I'm just going to speak what's on my heart, and I usually assume that that's coming from God. That when you say that an evil that is always with me, trying to destroy my life and faith, you have to give yourself and surrender yourself to Jesus, and you need to abide in Him. Whatever's lurking there, there is an open wound and an open and an openness in your armor that's allowing the the father of lies to whisper to you and for you to doubt. So, our prayer is going to be centered around the removal of doubt and hesitation, and fear. Father, we just ask for a blessing over David Cohen that this very powerful experience that he's having where he's feeling like the enemy evil is always trying to destroy him we know that that isn't even possible if you're if we're walking with you but that's the father of lies working in whispers trying to slip in to de- to demoralize and to break down and to to try to degrade and so father we rebuke that and any of the demonic forces that are there we're, we're rebuking those and we're putting a hedge of protection around David Cohen, but David, I'm speaking into you now, and Father's speaking into you, you need to put your eyes on Christ, and you need to surrender to Jesus, completely surrender, and you need to abide in Father God. And with that, you're going to have to let go of what you're hanging on to, which is for whatever reason, you're hanging on to the fear, it's the doubt that's right there, the hesitation. So we're, we're praying for the Holy Spirit to wash that away, but there's some... There are some issues that you have to resolve within yourself. They're powerful ones. It's not difficult, but it's a difference of where you place your eyes. If you're going to walk in fear and pray for things to be put on your mind, it's not in your mind. It's in your heart. And there's the first indication that you're being influenced heavily by demonic is that you're talking about having things put in your mind. God doesn't work in the mind. He works through the heart. So turn your heart to Jesus And Father, we pray that this will be a powerful moment and that you'll bless David Cohen to to literally feel the power and the washing of the Holy Spirit to come through him and to fill him with the Holy Spirit and to just put that strong hedge of protection around that helmet of salvation around him to protect him from any of the influencing, influencing demonic thoughts. Those are now fully rebuked and there's a hedge of protection around David and now as your eyes, David, start to clear, and this the, that cataract-type experience is falling from you. You're seeing more clearly. Put your eyes on Jesus. Declare Jesus in this world. Speak Jesus into this. And as you speak Jesus and declare Jesus, know that as you're doing that, any remaining chains and bonds are being severed and broken, cast away, cast out, and you're literally now standing truly in, in, the, in the glory and the fully light of the Holy Spirit. There will be no more demonic attacks on you. But that's a path you choose. And if there are demonic attacks, you are opening that door. So don't. Turn your eyes to Jesus. Be fearless. Have no hesitation. Abide and submit. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Bards, can I add my friend Deb for prayers? I just talked to her. Since we prayed two weeks ago, her parasites, both intestinal and lungs, have gone bonkers. And meds have... Having no effect on the infestation, Lauren. Interesting. So I don't. I so Lauren, I'm going to have to say first of all, am going to have to, as we sit and we'll talk this through a little bit and see if anything is given on this. When you say meds, the first thing that comes to mind are the medicines that the hospitals give. I have no idea what she's on. I and I'm just saying this. I'm just. This is no assumption or judgment. I just will tell you that what immediately comes to my heart is that meds you're talking about. I don't know if they're specifically like protocol meds. Again, seek out the protocols of Dr. Lee Merritt. Seek out the wisdom of herbalism. That's very clear. Remembering that anti-parasitic anti-paras- things like wormwood and and remember, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a herbalist. I'm not giving you medical instruction. I'm encouraging you to research these things and pray on it and do as you are led. But walnuts, raw walnuts and, and uh, anti-parasitic Things like wormwood are powerful things that you can ingest naturally from God's kingdom. And you might also check into some other products that will help restore the full body system. Uh, CBD comes into one. These are natural issues that come about. I don't understand. The meds comment, If it's If it's anti-parasitic meds, I, I, it would mean this is probably something much greater. And we'll pray into that in a moment. And if it's just regular medicines, the one thing that we can say with these few selections and why I direct people to Dr. Lee Merritt is because she's acutely aware of the downside of the pharmacia that's out there. So if there's anything in her life that she's taking in terms of pharmacia, it's likely feeding. And then there's the issue of diet. And diet, I don't, and it's interesting as I say that word, I, I, I'm seeing here right before us low fat and sugar free those feed parasites. They don't tell you this. They try to tell you it's healthy. It's not. They actually are fuels for parasitic growth. So whatever is happening in the diet, go to the diet and look at that, Lauren. Take a look at how this person is eating and digesting. I, am, I make no assumptions here. I have no idea. Investigate that research. You've heard us talk here. You've heard me talk here recently in the power of a carnivore diet there's keto, there's other things to reduce this fuel. Basically what we're doing is taking away the fuel for the parasites to live and grow. So lots of protocols out here Lauren for her to for your friend Deb to work on and as we now pray, we pray for a hedge of protection around Deb. And Father, we just pray for a complete cleansing of the Holy Spirit to flow through that body and we declare healing and removal of parasites. And this complete powerful healing and cleansing of the body and the soul from heaven to earth, complete cleansing and healing of the body. Now, and and this is to Deb, Deb, you're gonna to have to this with this, you're gonna to have to make some changes and do the research and listen. But things that are gonna to have to change in your life. And I don't know where that is. You're gonna to have to dis- discover it. It's gonna be centered on those issues of lifestyle and and it's going to be issues of of how we eat and consume, how you exercise, but these things are going to try to get you to believe that you cannot move, you can't function, you have to be an overcomer. So, Father, we pray for the power of overcoming to fulfill or fill that whole soul and spirit, and to energize it, and for Deb to step out mightily into the world, and to breathe in, to breathe in the Holy Spirit, literally inhale. And exhale the Holy Spirit for a cleansing breath to literally wash away what's within you. And just open your eyes clearly to what's ahead. And Father, we just pray and ask for a great opening of clarity of where she needs to go. Jesus, if you just can be there and give that experience for Deb, for her to witness you, to experience your presence in the most clear way, the healing that's coming to her is coming through you. And as her body is restored with the clarity of where that is, came from that healing came from may it be undeniable and no matter where she is in the relationship to you Christ Jesus whether she is walking in the desert or whether she's embraced you may this moment be a moment of profound transformation to her eyes on you is truly clear of whom we serve and may this moment of healing become a moment of healing to be able to talk about and share in the miracles that come from heaven and we say these things in Christ Jesus name Thank you, Bard's family, for all the prayers update on Nancy and Christopher. I have to make a correction in my first prayer request. When I said bride, that's what I call all wives, something I learned at at men's ministry retreat. So I always refer to wives as bride. They have been married 33 years anyway. Nancy is doing awesome. No changes in mental capacity or anything. The church finally is amazed at church family is amazed at this true blessing from Father August. She starts chemo and radiation treatments to get the rest of it. I reluctant to say anything to them about alternative treatments. At least look into them. I am no doctor. I read enough and seen seen what standard procedure does to people. Many thanks again, Bard's family. Thank you, Scott, Melanie. Well. Father, it's going to begin this prayer. It's very obvious, something that just jumped out. The church family is amazed at this. Those are powerful words, Father. They just really resonate into where we need to begin this prayer and, we're, and, and what we're going to declare. So, Father, it's very obvious that this church does not do healing and that they are now being witness to the miracles of the living God, the God of miracles, you. So, Father, we just are absolutely praying and and declaring that this moment will flood that congregation, inspire those hearts to dig deep into the authorities, to start putting aside the the limits of the dead stone walls and start looking into the world and seeing themselves as agents of healing, as healers, as voices of heaven, as we speak truth to power through the power of prayer and declare healing over, over the world, over our friends, over our lives. So Father, we just moment just pray that this moment, as one is healed, a congregation is awakened to the glory of kingdom and to truly open up a new horizon and in so doing begin a slow and steady restoration of the power of the true church within the walls of the temple. Father, we also are are praying here for just the ears to hear. This is a challenging moment where we're trying to get into trying to heal and listening to doctors who you trust. And we know that the chemo is absolutely the most destructive thing someone can do. The problem is we lack the confidence or the belief that it can be anything else. There are many protocols out there. And we just ask that Melanie will just have the, the courage to speak the direction in which one needs to research. And in so doing, we pray for a heart that will receive that knowledge, that will receive it with, with eyes that are not clouded by the, by the father of lies, but clarity to realize that there are alternatives here rather than chemo, chemo being just so destructive to the body. And then we just pray into this that there will be, they will seek alternatives, whether it's the alternatives anti-parasitics or lifestyle or however that is that you're led. May, the, may those wisdoms be poured down heavily upon Nancy and have her just completely regenerated and rejuvenated in such an amazing way that she can see clearly where she needs to go. There won't be any hesitation or doubt, and she can step away from the chemo to step into something more profound that you will lead her with. And we declare these things and say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for, for me, Kathy. I'm flying to Oregon, Salem, to see my mother. It's been a year since I have seen her. She is 89 and has a touch of dementia. She thinks that I'm her twin sister, and I'm okay with that. I'm also excited to see my other family members. However, I hate to fly nowadays, and I can feel the anxiety building. Pray with the pray that the anxiety goes away and I come home safely and without whiplash from my sister's driving. I know that's an odd request, but I'm always have to go out and get my neck adjusted after the visit. Well. Thank you for the prayers. I, I I don't know. Maybe we should pray for driving lessons. Huh. Might have to do that, Father. If that's in your will, like driving lessons, might be a good idea. But anyway, that said, here we go, um, Father. It's pretty evident here what, what's 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 going on, and so I, to Kathy, Kathy, it's going to begin with this. This is CK in in our in our telegram and chat. Um. Kathy, some of this is that you're going to have to put yourself in the abiding and submissive role, submit to father. I, I can understand the anxieties of flying. I hate to fly. I used to fly all over the world. Truly. I mean, hundreds of thousands of air miles. And, and that was part of my job. I hate flying today. I understand it. And I understand the anxieties that creates. But we have to see ourselves as if we're going to need to fly, if that's a the options we have, then take this as a blessing, not an anxiety. And I, I think this is the biggest thing. So just to talk in, in terms of a, a kind of a dark outcome, let's just say that this flight ends up being it, that God's going to call you home. The last thing we want to be able to do is to have to go to kingdom and say, what did you do on your flight? And it's like, I, I was curled up in a ball doing nothing. This is an opportunity to step into an environment that's very contained and to pray in healing and pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and to pray in that this flight in some way or another will touch at least somebody in such a magnificent way or you'll be given an opportunity to engage with somebody to bring them to Jesus. And if we look at these moments with with that profound commission from heaven, then the anxiety goes away. We're abiding in him. This is our walk. This is our number one tenet, our number one mission. Share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So use that. As, as you step into this, Kathy, this is a powerful place. Use that and, and pray into that type of a trip to where father will give you the opportunity to bring somebody to Jesus. And use this trip where you're close to, close to each other. Someone can't escape you. They can't run. They can maybe lock themselves in the bathroom, but that's a long trip. They're going to come and be there in such a loving engagement with you that they're going to be inspired to seek Jesus. And you can do that through your own testimony. And have an opportunity to open up to where your testimony can be shared. So, Father, we pray for that blessing. That blessing to fall and flow over and through Kathy. That she'll have an incredible opportunity to share the gospel and to bring somebody to Jesus. And this trip is is laden with anxiety. Let that just be blown away. And Kathy, turn your eyes to Jesus and just submit and abide. And let this be an exciting adventure. A moment in time where you're not only getting to see your mother and getting to see your family, but you're gonna be able to have a trip where you know that God will deliver something to you, an opportunity to do something amazing for kingdom, whatever that is. Maybe it's healing somebody. Maybe it's maybe it's truly that the engagement of, of save, rescuing somebody and bringing them to the love of Jesus. And, and maybe it's helping somebody through a moment of just restoring their faith. So these are all there before you. Just choose to walk in that place and all this will go away. And as for your sister's driving, Father, we just pray for an easy foot on the throttle and brake and that there's just a a sense of calming that settles in with Kathy's sister. And it's that the agitation, the anxiety, the things that are driving her to be erratic and intense on her driving is just a calming of the Holy Spirit that settles in. And that the Holy Spirit kind of takes the wheel literally And redefines the experience of driving to where this moment together, rather than racing to get somewhere, becomes a moment of a journey together to reunite, to reconnect, and to just feel the love of God around the entire thing. Jesus, here's what we're going to ask. Jesus, just take the wheel. Step into that car and take the wheel, Jesus, and let them just experience the presence of the Holy Spirit as you just bring them closer to each other by having a greater love in you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Urgent prayer request. Oh, this is a okay. Urgent prayer request. Our bank froze our checking account and savings accounts because in 2008, my husband co-signed on his sister's car loan through M and She defaulted and apparently never paid it. I was able to take eighty dollars out of the checking account I have for my business, and I have some cash at home. Thankfully. I do trust the Father uses these types of things for good, but my husband is panicking, and I feel sad and helpless. Prayers, please. Heather eight a seven. Oh, I so dislike banks. Ugh. So. Well, okay. This is this is one of these complicated ones. I gotta sit with this mm-hmm. just a second. So bear with me. There's. And uh, Heather, A7, don't take this wrong. There's all these things like this. There's a lot of other threads and ties when there's yourself, your husband, and somebody else and actions like this that we don't have all the details of. So the prayer really is is a, a, a prayer of untangling. I think that's really where we begin here is, uh, Father, we're, we're just going to pray for an untangling of this mess. This is one of these issues where you have good, an action of good and in an someone else who has failed to uphold their part of the responsibility, and maybe that's intentional, maybe it's bad management, maybe it's just circumstantial. We make no judgment there. And so, Father, we need to have an untangling of this and some reason that comes from the, from the person that has the loan and then that to work with the bank. We, we know very well that the banks are not easy to deal with, and so here in this situation, we just we ask for reason to settle in here and just a, a full cleansing of reason to settle in over this banking cabal Babylonian structure. There's still people in there that have hearts. So Father, we just pray for an awakening of this, that there can be set up a meeting to broker a solution, not just to steal or take the account money to freeze and cause a damage to a business. And Father, we're also praying in on Heather A7's husband. Anxiety is the killer here, and the panic and the fear. We just pray that he has a moment, and and we're just going to speak to you as the husband. Heather A7, this is to your husband. Sit down, breathe, and breathe in the Holy Spirit. Things look bad. This is the way God works. This is when things are restructured. In the worst of moments, this is when things seem to be like it's, it's the worst moment. This is when he needs you to turn to him. So put your eyes on Jesus, and I don't know where your relationship is with Christ, and I don't care. I'm not making any judgment, but I'm telling you right now, that is your way out. And it's not going to happen at the timeline you want, and it's not going to happen the way you want, because God works in amazing ways for something much greater than we can understand or see. So Heather A7, your husband... And you need to sit calmly. And you are going to have to lead your husband here. This is part of this process of man and wife. Be compassionate. Be understanding. Lead him to pray with you. And Jesus, we just ask that this is where you step in. We're asking fully, Jesus, for you to step in here and just place hands place hands on Heather A7's husband. And just let him feel that calm and love that overwhelms Things will be okay. This is a bad moment. The urgency of things is when we feel that sort of immediate tensing. This is when we have to do the exact opposite, but to breathe in and to relax and to do the hardest thing ever, which is to trust in God. That's faith. That's the leap of faith that we do because we can't see everything. It's a blind jump sometimes. And right now you need to do this more than ever. And whatever resolve there is with this loan this is, there's an accountability issue that has to be resolved here. You can't protect somebody or help somebody out. You've now taken a blow for someone else's error. And that's unfortunately the way this injustice system works. Equally, be calm and pray into resolve with the bank. We're, we're doing that as well right now. So we need to have calmness in the bank and resolve. There may be some past issues and notices that you ignored. I don't know. And it just seems to be coming up. But now is time for accountability on all, all accounts here. And the bank is accountable too. That doesn't exclude them. And so in the last part of this, and just, just, just got this nudge, you need to spend some time in this panic period as you breathe in and out, get rid of the anxiety, step in powerfully into the Holy Spirit, anchor yourself in Scripture, and give yourself a, a, a moment. Go to listen to, to the podcast by Jaron Jackson and listen to what he talks about in terms of common law and seek out his course that he lists at the end, take the 12 hours and see if in there, there are some answers to help you resolve this peacefully and legally with the authorities as you as sovereign, not as slave in Christ Jesus name. Update prayed for him last Friday. Let me, um. There is a prayer. I'm sorry. I'm going to step in because if I don't do this, I'll forget it because I didn't write it down. Uh, Duncan is traveling um, tomorrow, our kilted Christian. And um, as you know, he's moving to Kentucky. And so he's got a lot of moving parts on this. And so we want to pray for a safe travel and that everything comes together. And so far, everything has gone pretty well. But he's had a disruption today as well. And his mother, who is suffering from dementia, is her dementia is getting really bad right now. And you know Duncan, if you know Duncan, you know his heart, that he is fully attendant to his mother. And he does such an amazing job of this. So, Father, and we're praying today for just a hedge of protection around Duncan and a blessing to settle in on Duncan and his mother and his new wife with Raina, his new life with Raina. And just ask purely that all the pieces and moving parts that are in play here, from the movers to John bringing the car down and, I guess, having a vacation day, whatever he's doing, but that all of these things come together seamlessly. And and Father, we know John is MSN layers, and I know he's having a good trip, but I'm just going to throw in my own little two, two bits here take a cattle prod and snap him in the backside and get him going because Duncan's a little concerned and we need to get John there. So no vacationing, John. There you go. Get your butt down there to Duncan right away. But, Father, all that aside, we really want to, we're praying very seriously into a, a healing and a hedge of protection around Duncan's mother. Uh, this is a this is a heavy load on him, and he knows his mother is dealing with some issues of, of dementia. And um, so, Father, we're praying in, powerfully right now for healing and and safety for his mother. She, this is a difficult time. We know that when we displace locations, it can be very unsettling, and those unsettling moments can cause disorientation, and disorientation ultimately can lead to deeper levels of dementia. Well, Father, we rebuke all that today. We're putting a, a beautiful cleansing protection around Duncan's mother, and that the Holy Spirit is just there, and Jesus, just fill her, be with her, take, sit with her, Jesus, Please. And just let her just feel the comfort and safety that she's in, and that umbrella of safety that where she's going will be so much better. There'll be some difficult days, but in particular, when she gets there, because she's going to spend a few days in a hotel, some of this will be disorienting. But don't let, we pray that there's no disorientation. That's the attempt of the dark side coming in. We want complete and solid healing and restoration that she can feel the power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus. Like I said, just, we just ask that you'll just take this trip with them, be with them, and be with her in particular. She, is, she has such a, a wonderful son, and she's had a, she's having such an amazing life, and we just want to see this transition happen smoothly to really bring a new spark and a new excitement as she watches and witnesses the growth of a new family of Duncan and Raina. And, fa- and Father, we just ask for a complete blessing over Duncan and Raina. Just in this moment, a fantastic transition from where they were in such struggles and and commitment to this fight as they now step into a new life and may truly they find that all of those things of the past are thrown out that are hanging on to them and that there's truly an abiding in Jesus and an abiding in you, Father, and a submission to the Holy Spirit in a way that they've never thought possible. And may that just bring a massive blessing upon themselves and their, and their new property and their land and just inspire a new level of beauty and, and kingdom stronghold in their new home. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So this is all Cool days right now. I just want to give you, um, and this is kind of a vague update, but it's nonetheless. Jennifer Renee, as you know, um, I'm just getting some notes here as we're talking. Um, Jennifer Renee um, was in a was coming up here the other day, and in the trip up to visit, what is going, what is the developing new Bard's Nation School that we have here. Uh, which is just, it's been put together and built by a, an amazing woman who's just about 12 miles from the ranch. And uh, beautiful, an amazing artist. And God put Jennifer Renee and her together in an amazing way. And of course, as you would expect, they hit it off right away. Um, and in that process, to give you some of the quick backstory, uh, as Jennifer was coming up, I did a search and, and, we found a kiln for Jennifer to do pottery work, and it was the perfect kiln. Amazing! It was it was a propane powered kiln at an exact price. It was very affordable, brand new, but discounted like you know three or four thousand dollars. And uh, it turns out that the person that was selling the kiln knew Marjorie, which is like the randomness of that isn't crazy, and had been wanting to link with her to learn Marjorie's art skill, which she does in ancient Persian method of painting fabric. It's beautiful what she does. And so there's just been a lot of warfare on this. Um, Marjorie has some challenging, we're going to pray for a couple of these things in a second. Um, Marjorie has hands that are um, very, become very arthritic would be an easy way, very stiff and very painful. And yet she maintains this 30 acres of a beautiful place and overseeing the construction of this school. And Jennifer brought Sean, who was at Bards Fest. He was a person I've told you about that I prayed on before, who couldn't see, and I prayed on him last at the covenant event at at, uh, Plymouth Rock, and the next day, the color of his eyes returned to these beautiful blue eyes. All the cataracts were gone, And, and anyway, he's been on an amazing journey, and he was down at Glad Tidings Church, and Jennifer, in her heart, brought him back home to Portland, and on the way back, As things would happen, same two days, Marjorie's hands got so stiff, she could hardly use them. They were so painful all of a sudden, just out of the blue. And Jennifer's um, engine block split, and that was outside of Salem. So all this chaos was going on. And on top of that, Jennifer had a a dog that she was um, wanting to find a new home for. And all of this happens with the dog in the car. So you can imagine the chaos that ensues here. Now, this is one of these things we talk about, that in the worst of moments, the only thing we can really do is to turn to Father. And that's exactly what she did and what Marjorie did, and we've been praying on it, and we prayed on it the other night, but I just want to kind of give you an update. Uh, the, uh, Jennifer's dog has been placed into a new home, and that's good, and the details of that, if she wants to share, is up to her. But the way it was done was absolutely perfect for the event. They have a place that the dog can go, I guess I should say, and find a new home. They've got a great place for him. Um, the kiln is now picked up, and and Jennifer is now going to spend the next few days with with Marjorie, and they're going to start building some visions of what they can do for an art program and healing program for kids as they set up the the um, the kiln. And from what I'm hearing, some of that some of the pain in Marjorie's hands is improving. So I just want to do a prayer here, as his father just. We just pray for this this school, this new Barge Nation school that's being set up here. And we just pray for a blessing over all of that and Jennifer and Marjorie. And just, we're, we're praying for, we're going to begin with Marjorie's hands. There's just something there that just is hanging on. And we're just praying for a miraculous and instantaneous healing to rid of any pain and restore the functions of her hands. And as we did last week, Father, when I prayed with her on those hands, the next day, she was able to, for the first time, to start lifting weights. As She used to be a bodybuilder, and for the first time in years, she was able to lift dumbbells. So, Father, we're praying for this re- return. Any of the any of the darkness that's there, we rebuke it fully, fully rebuke this. There's no no influence of demonic anywhere that can't influence the hands. That's rebuke. The chains of the past are broken, and there is a dark chain. And, Father, you know that dark chain that goes back to some medical procedures she had or wasn't given a choice on. It was used kind of as an experiment when she was young. We sever that chain, brutally break it, and then we seal that, and we're going to heal that wound. We're using the salve of the blood of Christ to heal that wound, and we're going to heal those hands, and those hands are going to come back to being fully functional, and the swelling is going to go down, and there's going to be... The, the big testament to the power of the living God and the power of miracles, and we pray those things in Jesus. We declare those things in Your name as the blood of the cross flows over those, and any of what was left in this ancestral tie is broken. And for Jennifer, we're praying that this step now, Father, as You've gone, You've turned this moment into a powerful moment of transformation and stepping in. We pray that. All that is going to be needed here will start to open up, that this new journey, this new location she's on here down at Glad Tidings will continue to blossom, and these next few days will just be massively inspiring, that this will be a moment where two hearts come up together, two artists to come together to inspire each other and to lift each other's visions and and motivation for what is being done here and the blessing of this school, this Bar's Nation School for Children. And to just bless that fully, Father, the, the workers, may they be blessed and inspired more deeply to pursue the, the greatness to each, each step that they make in their hands is an extension of kingdom, this pursuit of perfection. And that this whole vision continues to open and the resources needed flood down. And that this next few days just sets a pivotal moment in building the great, deep, and solid foundation on the rock of faith and the connection with kingdom, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name, Amen. And Father, just as an added piece there, just that wherever, however, this new home is for Jennifer's dog, that it be a a place of peace and loving, and that they and this animal just finds a new a new adventure in its life, needed to heal it and to uh, live peacefully. Let me get back to our prayers. update. This is, um, we prayed for him last Friday. It says surgery went extremely well. They said he has the bones of a 30 year old and my dad is pushing through two hours of therapy a day. This man is my hero in so many ways. Thank you, Scott and everyone for prayers. I know that they are being answered knowing that I would like to add two more prayer requests for my father-in-law Mike. Well, first of all, Jesus, thank you for this blessing of G's father. And just we pray for the continued healing and restoration of G's father. And just his strength that is in him continues to rejuvenate his body and step forward in, in the glory and mightiness of kingdom. For my father-in-law, Mike, this is a prayer, Uh, who has been suffering with long COVID. Unfortunately, even though my husband and I tried with all our might to convince my in-laws otherwise, they both received multiple shots and boosters. He has been on oxygen for two months and can't seem to get any strength back. His doctors are no help, asking for miraculous healing if that is God's will. Well, Donna G., I'm going to begin, like I've said so many times on this, And there's only one person that I know that God keeps pointing to. And I'm going to encourage you to research this and encourage them. And hopefully, and we'll pray for the opening of hearts to listen. But you need to explore uh, Dr. Lee Merritt's protocols. And this is, and also, I don't know where you're located, but Dr. Sherry Tenpenny is also doing some work here. And so there's a number of things that I will just tell you that God's been putting together with the conversations I've been having with Dr. Lee Merritt, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, retired, and others of kind of where this can go. Excuse me, I'm going to take a drink of water. And so, Don, I'm just sharing this with you to do research. This is an advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you what to do. But I would encourage you to research these things and put together the, the Information to bring to your father in law, Mike. And hopefully, at this moment, as God likes to do, bring us to the end, a moment where things seem impossible. And then there, we're probably best able to listen. So, the things that God has been laying out before myself and the conversations is both in the physical aspect of this and the spiritual. We have to be dealing with the parasitic approach. And so, explore the, 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 Discussions or the protocols by Dr. Lee Merritt. Um, like I was mentioning Dr. Sherry Tenpenny has been doing a clinic where, with some bands that are helping restore some of the damage done by this. I don't know anything about that. It's just it, it just it just kind of came up today. It's something for you to think about, and you should also be exploring diet. And I, I'm pointing again to the carnivore diet only because that's been present in my life. And God's been pointing to this a lot. And as a, and part of a discussion, he literally had me have the other day with doctor, with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers of looking at how to save soldiers that had been mandatory vaxxed. And this was to get them on antiparasitics. This was our discussion to get them into a carnivore diet. And something else is to have somebody be able to sleep near a hive of bees. That resonance and frequency has an amazing healing. So wherever that leads you, those are some sort sign of the, the the message there to start researching that and putting that information together in a way that is has some substance to it, not just offhanded comments. Do the research, and hopefully that will lead to your father-in-law hearing. So, Father, we do pray for Donna G's father-in-law, Mike, who is suffering from the... Uh, fake concept of long COVID, which we know what that is. That is a that is a whole principle of the injection byproduct. So Father, we're going to begin by breaking that bond of the lie. There is no long COVID. And so we're breaking that bond that no longer has any function around him. He can't hear that word anymore. It doesn't make any sense to him. It's just garbled when it comes in. We're rebuking it and we're severing it. That's That's the chain of Satan right there. And now there's got needs to be. We're praying in for a settling of accountability. This is a humbling of the heart, and as we pray in for the humbling of the heart, just the accept, the realization that where he's at has been by the choice to take an injection. The realization of what the injection is. These are our prayers. The beginning steps of healing, Father. And with that, Father, we just we pray that there, as this is happening, there can be just a complete presence of the Holy Spirit. And we do pray for total healing, total healing. Of Mike here and just to flush that body to get him back to where he's breathing normally off oxygen starting to feel but with this comes the realization of where healing has come from. This isn't just suddenly he gets better and he's passed long COVID. We're praying for an understanding and accountability where this origin is so that there'll be a willful and decisive choice of which way to go. And so as Donna G puts together this information for total healing. We're praying that then in this moment that as the realization comes in to what has caused this, that opening of accountability, that there'll be a humbleness to listen and to take personal accountability also for the healing. So that it isn't just accountability for what's happened, but now the accountability of what to be healed and with that a massive flow of the Holy Spirit to inspire him, and no matter where he is with Jesus, to be able to now have that knowledge and understanding that healing is coming through the things that he will now do and the strength in the Holy Spirit, which will lead him to a decision he has to make. And hopefully that decision, as we always hope for, will be to turn his eyes to Jesus and love Jesus. Amen. For my And then another prayer from Donald G., from my son's girlfriend's mom, Linda, who has been battling blood cancer and has been told there is nothing more that can do for her. She is a strong and kind woman who has loved my son as her own. I wish her miraculous healing as well, but if that is not God's will, then I will take wish for her comfort, peace, and knowledge of God's infinite love over her. Oh, it's it's good, Donna. This is God's will, don't worry about it, because we're gonna declare it, and I have no sense that God doesn't want her healed. I think the most powerful piece here is that the doctors have said they can do nothing more for her. That's correct. They can't because this is way out of their league. This is into the league of God's warrior healers, which is where we are today. So Donna, thank you for bringing this to us because this is literally what we are here for. And this is why we are here not to rely on the nonsense of these hospitals. So father, with the authorities given to us and looking at this blood cancer, which is going to be parasitic in some form or another, it will be parasitic. And Donna, just as a word do as your heart leads, but don't be hesitant to share what you have for your father-in-law with Donna. There's, this is what you gain with Mike. Don't be hesitant to, to share this with, with Linda, because these are, again, these are important aspects of us taking charge of our health in this world. And just start to having to shift our paradigm to understand that we're looking at this wrong. Cancer is a paradigm of death. It makes us believe that we have no options and no choices. We need to pivot the paradigm and realize that cancer is the opportunity for life if we step into the trust in kingdom. And once we shift the paradigm to realize that it's just a parasite, and we start to realize that this is a parasite trying to convince us that we shall die, it's truly of the hands of Lucifer, then we can overcome that immediately by shifting our paradigm into one of life and healing. So Father, we're praying for a miraculous shift in the paradigm for Linda to realize that this is not terminal, but rather that this is a blessing in in disguise to be able to take this moment where the doctors literally can't do anything for her, which is perfect, they're out of the way, and now the only way forward is to put eyes on Jesus and eyes to you. So Jesus, we just pray for your presence here to put your hands literally on Linda. And we are declaring these authorities or the authorities given to us as stewards of this earth that Linda will be fully healed. And with this will come the protocols that, of some fashion that Linda or that Donna G will hopefully share that will allow her to shift into a different paradigm and lifestyle to be able to rebuild this body in fullness. But we pray for complete and total healing and the eradication of this parasitic within her blood. And now that she can be reinvigorated to have the scales fall from the eyes, no more cataract blurriness, but now clear eyes to see and ears to hear and that heart opened to feel that warmth and flowing of the Holy Spirit to flood through her and to totally take over her body and just heal her completely. We pray these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. So, let's see. Join us in prayer for my husband's sister, Brenda. She has been a diabetic for years, has had a stroke that impacted her cognitive and reasoning, and she presents as an advanced Alzheimer's patient. We know that through a change in diet and elimination pharmakia that she can see healing, but she thinks we are crazy. My husband and his brother have both eliminated all diabetes medicines through diet and careful attention to eating clean. So they speak from experience. Brenda doesn't know who we are and even acts confused at seeing her husband. We pray for healing and restoration of her body and mind, trusting Father to heal her. We are asking for this and thank God the Bard's nation for joining in this request and possibly prayer of encouragement for my husband, Steve, and his siblings, Patty and Craig, they are struggling to see such decline in Brenda. Bar Bloom. Man, I'll tell you, this is one of these dark ones because they got the devil got his hands in here and we've got to break this. There's something really interesting about Alzheimer's. My grandfather was one of the first people diagnosed with what we now call Alzheimer's. And what's interesting is that when I was in junior high, my geometry teacher had determined that Alzheimer's was coming from aluminum. And that was Mr. Laney. And what's interesting about that is no one understood chemtrails at that time. And so everyone started getting rid of aluminum pots and aluminum foil, not even knowing that we were being sprayed with this garbage. But there is an immediate there's a direct correlation between aluminum and the spike in Alzheimer's, just so you know. It's provable. So, whatever the source of this here, my sense is in this discussion with, with Brenda about Brenda, is that at the core here is the pharmacia. And something there, and this is causing the continued decline and degeneration. So this is going to be all hands on deck for us and for Barb Bloom's family. And that that is something you're going to have to be vigilant now in prayer for Barb, for Brenda. So, Father, this is a person who has been, unfortunately, victim of a lot of attacks and, and consequences of a very dark pharmakia world and a parasitic world. And this is one of these most difficult moments in the decline of an individual through what I consider to be one of the worst consequences of death, which is Alzheimer's. So Father, we're we're praying truly for a, a break of the pharmakia, meaning that there is suddenly there's just either Brenda can't take it anymore, she refuses to take it with some inspired moment of the Holy Spirit within her, or that there's suddenly a resource shortage or something. That these medicines are no longer available. And that this is a comes to a moment here where we feel a flood in of the, of the Holy Spirit from, from heaven to earth, literally, to fill her and flood her and to start rebuilding that from within. To break the casing around the heart. And we're, we're praying for that, a breaking of the casing around the heart. And these binds, it's like she's bound And you've got little demons pulling on these chains. They are rebuked, absolutely rebuked, and those chains are broken. And this hedge of protection that's around Brenda, this one has the hard line of of authority of Jesus around it, that for any demon that comes near or approaches this, you will be immediately bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity. And Jesus, we hand these demons over to you to cast them out as you wish but that this woman, Brenda, is off limits. There is no more touching her from a dark and demon, demonic side. And this hedge of protection that's around her is like a, just a bubble of light. And the flowing of the Holy Spirit comes through and fills her and f- cleanses that deep wounds and restores that deep wounds. And anything that's going on within the, the cognitive areas of the brain, blood flow begins again. Calcification is pulled away. And the, the pharmakia that's in her is flushed out. And even if the pharmakia isn't broken physically, anything that's taken now is neutralized. It has no effect on her anymore. She's freed, freed from the enslavement and bonds. Even if they t- force her to take the pills, it's done. They have no more effect on her. We are blessing her with the, with the only pill that she will take, the only medicine she will take with the breath and the feeling of the Holy Spirit flowing through her. And Jesus, we just ask here in a moment of healing of this family that you can be present for all of them, to give them comfort, to know in this moment of time they need to pray and to lead them to prayer, to lead them to the prayer of strength and healing and restoration and to pray in for Brenda. And then all these issues from the, from the stroke to the diabetes, and so forth, will be just cleansed out and restored, and Brenda will start to come together and start seeing things and speaking things and understanding things as she was. We're bringing her back. This is literally, Father, in the authorities given to us, a raising of the dead. We are praying that this person will be restored to as they were, to pull her back and to cast out this demonic overlay, completely shattered and broken. And that from the edge and from the very brink, we pull back Brenda into the fullness of her body for her to live cleanly, purely in her mind and body as you intended until the day you call her home. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I'm, Patriots, we have a, as um, I'm, I'm praying this, I got a nudge on something, and I, I'm gonna. I'm not going to scroll all the way back up to where the prayer is, but I know you know who I'm talking about. We prayed just a little bit ago, and I apologize, I'm, the name isn't resonating right now, for the the trip of somebody to go out to Salem, Oregon, and they were praying for the flight, the anxiety of the flight, and they were praying for, as well, the, um, the drive with, Her sister, that was Kathy. Okay, thank you. Nature Cat, just to remind me, it was Kathy. Okay, we we need to, there's a prayer that I just got nudged on we didn't do, and we're gonna do a prayer for Kathy right now. It's for her mother who has dementia and thinks that she's the twin sister. And and I think I passed over that because there seemed to be solace in the heart with Kathy. She accepted that as okay. But Father's just nudged me to say, no, you need to pray for healing. So we're gonna pray for healing over Kathy's mother, which we didn't do. We need to do that. And Father, when the authorities declared to us and just responding to that nudge you just gave me, we're praying miraculous restorative healing over Kathy's mother, that that dementia she's dealing with is is pushed out and that she's no longer dealing with that distortion, that she sees Kathy as her daughter and sees her truly for the beautiful person she is and that Kathy, through this journey, And there it is right there through this trip of letting go of anxiety. Kathy, this is so important because this is where where the devil got you. He ambushed you. It's okay, but understand it. He's got you anxiety-filled leading into a trip which is amplifying on the spirit realm the dementia that your mother is suffering from let go of that take this trip as a blessing to bring to speak the word of Jesus and to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and arrive with your mother not stressed that's the trip too they're trying to get you all stressed up for the trip so that you don't arrive in full as a child of the most high Take every one of these steps. They're intentional blocks for you to derail you because you're bringing the power of the Holy Spirit with you. And as you do encounter your mother, whereas we pray for the healing and restoration of your mother, you're delivering the power of the Holy Spirit to her yourself as well. You are the you are a healer. You're a child of the Most High. Understand the magnitude of that. Embrace this trip as the, one of the greatest gifts you've been given in a long time. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Oh, Father, I come to you to to remove the LGBTQ and woke agenda out of Calhoun, Colorado School District, Father. There is no longer uh, tolerated here, Father. I am sick and tired of them starting the minds of the little ones. Uh, If anybody teaches or brings this here, I put them all at the seat of your throne for judgment. This can't go on No longer, Father, open the eyes. These parents give them the strength to stand up by your authorities. Father, through the blood of Jesus, we see these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Jeffrey Edwards. A couple things here about this, and and we're going to pray on this, but I also have to say this. We keep trying to pray for a stronghold of the enemy to be transformed when the very seed of that stronghold is rotten. I just need to say this because this is a word coming out of this. We, Father will protect places, there's no question. But it's an important reminder that when we start talking about trying to cast out or prevent the LGBT agenda coming into the school district, what we're forgetting is that's where they live. That's their home. And so we're the ones putting our children into their homes. So what we're really kind of we're asking for is, while we put our children into the home of the, of the devil, We want you to protect and kick kick the devil out. I'm not saying that's not possible. But what I'm saying is we're not using our head. And this is happening a lot. And we will pray for protection of the children here. But people need to go back to what we were intended. This is Jeremiah 6.16, seek the ancient paths. We need to get back to children doing homeschooling, children being taught by communities, children that are, are being blessed with Christian schooling. I mean, I understand all these things are difference in lifestyles. I just want to share this story. There's a, my dental hygienist shared this with me the other day that the school got so bad where they were that they have been homeschooling their kids. And then with a lot of other things going on, it just has become very difficult to maintain that. So they're going to put, they're putting their children in a Christian school. She took on a second job and her husband's already working full-time so that even though they want to homeschool, they want to make sure that their children have a great homeschooling, and she didn't feel with the need, the financial needs that they have that they could maintain that. So she took a second job so she could put her children into the, the, the school. So I, I just bring these things up. that This is somebody who's totally committed to making sure her children are raised and stewarded in a good environment. But she found a Christian charter school. It's a good one. And they're going to be going there. So again, we, we have to also in these processes, as we will pray for the protection around this community, we have to start taking responsibility ourselves to make the break in paradigm. You just can't expect, you know, it's like, you know, you keep doing the same thing over and over and hoping for change. By definition, that's kind of retarded. I hate to say it, but that's not, not a rebuke to Jeffrey Edwards, I understand it, but it's kind of a bigger statement for all of us in everything we do. So Father, we are praying for Callahan, Colorado School District. I don't know what it's going to take, but we we understand that these schools have become so deeply infected with this demonic spirit. So we're going to pray right to the core of that, and we're going to pray right to the seed and the kernel that's that's, that's causing this, and we're going to just put an absolute encasement around this demonic seed, and we're going to encase it with the power of the Holy Spirit, and we're going to not allow it to grow anymore. And in its void we're just praying for the Holy Spirit to flood in the Callahan School district and just to start taking over through the hearts and minds of the children and the parents the empowerment and spirit of the, whole, of the of Jesus to step in and to be bold people and bold voices in kingdom and now to step up and speak loudly, speak and be heard and to challenge these agendas. But in the meantime, Father, we also pray for a protection around all the children. That as they are being subjected to these, these sorts of agendas, that as those agendas are shown, they are revolted by the children. Children protest them. Children can't, and nothing that's said can take anchor in their thoughts. That the power of the Holy Spirit is so mighty among the children there that anything other than what is holy spoken to them is just rebuked and shattered right before their feet. And this leaves teachers that are doing this frustrated, and ultimately they will reside to quit and to leave. So, Father, we pray for that powerful protection around Callahan School, Colorado School District and pray for the revival and power of the Holy Spirit to flow through it and the blessings of all the, and protection of all the children there in Christ Jesus' name. Please, Lord, I need your provision for a job that I can do that comes right from you. Please pray for me. My name is Judy. I live in Colorado. Pray also for the restoration of my eyes. I had a hemorrhage in in arteria behind the left eye and and for three years getting shots in it. Still blood deposits because had to stop treatment for a year, now not healing so as fast, and cataracts. Won't have money for treatment after next month, Judy. We're going to focus on the treatment here. Eyes to see, Father. There's an. In, you're, you're really showing a very interesting metaphor here, that at times we need to walk with blindness to seek You ultimately for the true answer. There's a recurring story here today of medicine not being able to do its job, and it can't because it's pharmacia based. It's it's not intended to heal. It's intended to maim and destroy. So, Father, with the authorities given to us, and in the blood of Jesus, we're praying for a restoration and massive and miraculous healing of Judy's eyes, that the cataracts are removed, and that is literally the metaphor that I've been using today of not seeing clearly. Let the cataracts be removed and let the vision return as a child of the Most High. And in this blessing moment, may the eye be completely healed, no more blood clots, no more need for this medical. And as this healing happens, and Judy, this is to you, you have to abide and submit to him. You have to lean into them and submit to him. And as you do and you feel the power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus, we just ask your presence there to give a true presence to understand the magnitude and momentum and the incredible dominance of a true, loving, forgiving heart. And with this, there's a restoration, Judy, that's happening with you right now. Take yourself to the throne, put yourself before the throne and seek that humility and forgiveness before father for whatever's there. And father, we just pray for a massive blessing of restoration and resources to flow upon Junie's life, that this is a step and an opening that she now steps into a new path with clear eyes to see and with a heart to hear. And to step into this new path that you will open for her, Father, which I see you doing. It's amazing. And that she's going to step into this to become a kingdom representative. Judy, this has been a transition period, intentional to try to, leading you to make a decision, which you're doing now, to walk away from the old and to step into the new. And this humbling moment that you've done here before us is testimony to the change in your heart. So Father, we we declare healing, complete and total healing over Judy. And Judy, stake the step Humble yourself before the throne, and Father, bless her with all that's needed for healing and resources. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Barts fam, will you join me in praying for healing for my husband's mind? He had a traumatic childhood which led to all kinds of addictions, objectification of people, and heaps of shame. He cannot seem to move past self, selfishness and pride. In the recovery world, there are all sorts of great technologies that work well to essentially reset someone's addictive prone brain. They all cost lots of money. If it's father's will, my husband is somewhat willing to go down that route. But I know the healing power is the praying family. We would prefer if God miraculously healed him, but my husband, Jeremy, has to want to be well. We cannot force free will. He has to have the faith the Father can and will heal him if he accepts the gift. I don't know what to specifically pray for, but God does, and maybe some of you all will too. Much love, Heather. Update, my husband and sister worked through all of this, and they're figuring it out. God is good, and he's a provider. Provider, Jura. My husband is struggling to understand how to trust God and see this sort of thing as a blessing. He has an unhealthy attachment to money, and so God cut him off from it. I'm praying my husband can see the connection and allow God's discipline to grow. Well, Father, this is one of these moments where we're going to ask for more of an intercessor healing here and to step in on a a profound level. And while I hear the words of Heather today, I also hear your nudge to remind us all that you can choose to heal whomever, and you can choose to heal anybody, and in the process of healing, they can be brought closer to the kingdom, that we can't put you in a box, and we tend to do that, and even I do, Father. I, forg- I ask for forgiveness for that. that, that we are literally in a place where we have to remember that as we pray for healing, we are... We are declaring healing, and ultimately it is of your will. But in this moment, you're reminding here that the process of healing itself can be the transformative moment that Heather's husband comes to you. So Father, we're going to step into that place with you. We're going to declare that with the authorities given to us, that we have a miraculous and powerful healing over the wounds of the mind the breaking of addictions, the, the severing of objectification of people, and the removal of, the, of this mound of shame upon the shoulder of Heather's husband. And furthermore, we're going to go deep here into whatever those family and ties are and whatever those ancestral ties, we're breaking those. And in the process, we're placing a hedge of protection around this family, Whoever is need involved in this, a hedge of protection around this family. It's just a flowing and loving cascade of the of the power of the Holy Spirit within there. And Jesus, this is we're asking you to be here, asking you to step in here and truly give a presence in such a way that it's undeniable the power of who you are as King and Lord and Savior. And no all eyes then through you go to Father God. This is a moment here where the healing itself becomes the mission to restore somebody to kingdom. So, Father, we we declare that and we join in that nudge that you gave us here today to, to proclaim and declare total healing over Heather's husband and in so doing to leave without any question in his heart where that healing came from and in stepping into that understanding that this new step This paradigm shift now changes the lens from questioning to abiding and to humbleness before the throne. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for, oh, this is a whole list of them. All right, hang on a second. Let me see what we got here. Okay, this is a lot of one-on-one prayers. Please pray, pray for Cher that she would be healed from debilitating pain. This is from Cheryl, Cher L. So I guess that's from that's for herself. So I, I'm just going to throw this comment out there. When you're doing prayers, if it includes yourself, just say so. I'm going to try to interpret these, but say so. So, Father, we just pray for Cher and whatever um, she has for debilitating pain, whatever that is. We just pray for miraculous healing and declare healing over her in the name of Christ. Kiva, age seven, and Bo, age three, who had blisters on their throats and have now been diagnosed with glandular fever. Father, this war on the little ones just has to stop. So we're praying for a hedge of protection around Kiva and Bo and just completely cast out any sort of demonic influence. And in the process here, for Jesus, we're just asking you to step in here and literally take those little ones in your arms and we're gonna pray for miraculous and instantaneous healing to, to rid themselves of any of this glandular fever and sores on their throats to restore their body in fullness and rejuvenate their bodies to the purity of kingdom. Praying for Rachel, healing for broken and bruised fingers, Father, we're just praying for the restoration of Rachel's fingers, whatever's caused that, to have a miraculous and instantaneous healing over them and that they be restored to the full functioning as you intended without pain, without restriction, in Christ's name. The following friends in our community. A lady vomiting blood and can't walk. Father, we pray for this unknown who is vomiting blood and can't walk. And that we just pray for a restorative healing around her, whether that's a demonic attack or whether that is an ailment or a virus or, or a parasite. We just pray for whatever that is, for the Holy Spirit to flush that out and to restore her to full wellness. And we declare those things in Christ's name a lady suffering bad menstrual issues who has a sister with a heart that is shutting down, a brother who has had two organ transplants and has bone cancer and father and a father with dementia and blood, blood clots and a lady who is dropping in weight and her skin is turning gray and friends suffering vertigo. Wow. Okay. So I'm, Before I go on here, I'm going to make a statement, and I'm really going to encourage everybody in the community to encourage people to give a lot more detail. I don't like doing prayers on laundry lists because these aren't, to me, they lack substance, and it is difficult for us to build a powerful image around what we need to pray into. There's a lot of suffering in here, and it's telling me there's a lot of lack of faith in this community. And whatever this is, this is a community that's deeply broken. And so this is, as we start to list issues like a laundry list, that's not really the intent of how we pray into things. We need to give conscious thought to these things and not just quick writing little things and little blips. We need details. And I think that makes our prayers much more effective in kingdoms. So we're going to make a blanket prayer over this community because there's a lot going on in one community. And I don't know what this community is, if it's a retirement community, we don't have these details. We don't know if it's a retirement community. We have no sense of age. We have no sense of these things are being caused by, by, you know, poisons in the environment. There's no context. So I, I don't like to, I'm, we're not discounting the suffering, but we, it's difficult to discern when we have this, whether things are of, of the physical environment or of the, of the spiritual environment. So that said, Father, hear our prayers this is one of these difficult lists of things where it feels like everything has fallen apart, which gets to the core of why these prayers are here. There's a lack of faith and there's a lack of strong faith that this is just someone having to take a list of ailments and say, I need to bring it to you to fix them all. And father, unfortunately, as you know, my heart, I'm not big on that. So what we're going to pray today, father, is for a restoration of the Holy spirit within this community that this healing process will fill even Cheryl L or Cher L to start realizing that the Holy Spirit has to flow through a community and that our mission is to bring that community together through the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can then gain the deeper story behind people to elevate that up for specific prayers. But this is a community that's in dire need of a revival in faith and the love in Jesus. It is dwindling and broken because it has no protection around it. It is being attacked from all sides because people somewhere in their heart have given up. And we cast that demon out. We break those bonds. And Cheryl L., we're encouraging you and praying into you that you will start being the child of the Most High to step into these places and you yourself pray into this. Not just turn it over to a group to solve that you yourself will be praying into this and then those areas where you're needing to move farther into healing, this is where the power of the community comes in. But you have a mission here. It's very clear. Restore your community and restore the faith in your community. These things listed are evidence of a need of deep and powerful faith and a return of that or the lack of and the need to return it to a community. And we pray this over you. We pray this restoration in your community in the Christ Jesus name, amen. Please pray for Glenn Good. He is a Vietnam vet and has been working on God's school for over a year. He walks with his eyes on Father and with such joy that I'm sure he keeps the demons at bay. His shoulder has been hurting him terribly, so he has decided on surgery Monday morning. Please prayers for a complete healing so he can return to the school soon. Also, thank you all for the prayers of my hands They are so much better today. Bless you all, Marjorie. Well, Marjorie is the the one I mentioned. This is where Jennifer's at today, and this is the new Bards Nation School. So, Father, we just begin with the prayer and the blessings of Marjorie and all those that work there at that school, that when they come into that place, that it's truly an anointed space, that there's miraculous and powerful healing, and that, that anointment already rests there, but now we ask it just to be amplified that those that work there, those that participate there, that those that come there are truly touched. By the moment they come from the edge of that property, they are touched by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Father, for Glenn Good, who's given his st- self to working on this school as a Vietnam veteran that has suffered and given so much, we pray for a miraculous healing of his shoulder. I don't know whether this prayer was said before last Monday or this coming Monday, But either way, if the surgery has been done, Father, we pray for immediate and miraculous restoration, that it's your hands that have restored this shoulder. And Jesus, just we ask that you're there and and literally hands on to heal that shoulder. And if the surgery hasn't happened yet, we ask for a miracle of healing. We declare healing with the blood of Christ over, over Glenn Good's shoulder and that that Healing happens so incredibly fast and so powerful that if the surgery is this coming Monday, by the time he gets there, he's going to talk to the doctors about how there's no more pain and it's working. They're going to give an x-ray and they're going to find nothing. There's nothing wrong with the shoulder. So Father, we, and we pray that the blessings over Glenn, because he's given himself and his heart to so many good things and just a restoration of him in fullness to return boldly into the school and to... Have an experience now that as he has walked with you, he's now finding a greater community, praying through him and into him to for healing and restoration and a fullness of kingdom and the Holy Spirit. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request. My prayer request is for my amazing boss and her husband. I'm leaving names out for privacy. She recently opened up to me that they've been having some issues and they both deeply and they're both deeply concerned. A little background. Her husband is a veteran with PTSD and TBI that causes debilitating headaches, which like like led him to being put on a, on full disability. They also experienced a miscarriage a couple of years ago, but I don't think that there's been healing with, from the loss. I, If that wasn't bad enough, one of his veteran friends committed suicide around Christmas last year, to which he's still angry at his friend about. He stood, he told me that her, she told me her husband has a great friend who he always talks with on a daily basis, but those daily chats stopped last week and a red flag has gone off for the friend. He's also having difficulty getting help from the VA for not only the headaches but also an unusual skin condition that may be due to, to burn pit exposure. Yesterday, I talked with her about spiritual warfare and, she, and said that I believe that she and her husband are under attack by Satan because he's hell-bent on ending their beautiful marriage. I would smile with such joy for them when I'd hear them chatting on the phone as I could hear their, their smiles and their voices. Such love. I told her those beautiful chats will come back, but it will mean fighting a war. While she listened closely, I could sense she's fatigued as she also just started a new position a couple of months ago that's added some stress. She's overwhelmed and needs help. This is a woman who jumped right into learning about PTSD and even joined a support group. She loves her husband and his, his teenage daughter from another marriage more than words can express. My prayers last night were, For All of them during this time. Father reminded me of a couple of gift items I was holding onto for a proper recipient. One day this morning, I left two of the gifts on her desk. One which said, love heals. And the other referencing patience and endurance. To show how God's timing is amazing, this morning's devotional was titled, Pain is Healed in My Love, which I shared in the Barts family room. She also came into my office with tears in her eyes, so I gave her a big hug and told her it's time to fight, but she and her beloved husband will not be alone as they have people who love them and will help ensure the marriage survives this war. I told her she's an amazing boss, but I also consider her a sister and that she should always come to me when she needs to talk. I also told her it's time to armor up and fight fight for who you love." This couple and their daughter need heavenly protection and immense healing that only beautiful triune God can give. May his experience also help them start a relationship with him. Your prayers are so greatly appreciated. Love all, Meg. Now there's some stuff in this one. Okay. It's very interesting. I'm going to couple of things that just jump out right away. Burn pit exposure, had that horrible. Ran through a burn pit when I was up in the northern part of, or the southern part of Afghanistan. Dealt with that as a reaction to a nerve agent that I was being burnt. Suffered from that for a long time. But what cleaned that was diet. So we're going back to that again. PTSD and TBI had TBI. It was in a car accident in 2001 that left me with a severe head injury, closed head injury. Lost short-term memory for three months. Fully recovered now. Much of that is process of getting the body and slowing down and then in prayer and meditation. PTSD, real. Lots of people deal with it some demon and the death of somebody by suicide, had a friend commit suicide, it's like tearing your gut open. It's a strange impact. Suicide's one of the worst possible things to endure. If you've ever endured it, I, don't, I just pray for you because you know it's like part of you gets torn out of you. So, Father, this prayer is here for a good reason because there's a lot that I can relate to personally and that together we can pray for healing. And so we're going to really focus on Meg's husband right here, Father. There's a lot there, and there's a lot of things that need to be broken, including that miscarriage, which very well could be related to a, a, an old vax issue from the military or exposure even from what's in the burn pit. Mm-hmm. So, Father, this is one of these things with the issue of PTSD. It's very evident immediately that demons have got a hook in here. And so we're going to begin with a prayer of protection around the husband, and the husband is, is as we pray that prayer of protection around the husband, we are breaking any binds and chains that the demons have, and we're rebuking them for no more influence. This man is off limits, and by the blood of Christ, we establish a perimeter on this that if any demon comes near him, you will be immediately bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity, and Jesus, we hand you those demons immediately to be dealt with at your behest. Father, we pray for a massive flood of the Holy Spirit to flow down through this husband and this veteran, and we ask for a cleansing, cleansing flow, that the blood of Christ flow over him, and as this happens, may the healing begin deep within the heart and to cleanse the mind. The helmet of salvation is now set upon him like a soldier it should be. The mightiness of kingdom now flows within him, and he feels the might of Of the armor of God around him. You are a soldier, a soldier of the Most High. And these times right now are like any soldier. You got to get up, soldier. You got to pull security. This isn't time to get on your knees. Get up. No matter how heavy that pack is, Jesus is there with you, but he needs you on that line. You're a father and you're a husband. And right now, those demons are going after you to attack that one thing that they don't want you to have, which is love. And we rebuke that demonic activity. And we've set you in a hedge of protection that is truly guarded by the most intense and mighty warriors of heaven. You have served your time on the ground, and now you're serving your your duty to be a husband and a and a father. And these two people need you. So now, soldier, it's time to listen and to turn your eyes to Jesus. Jesus, we ask for your presence there in the most profound way. To come in now and to have an encounter, to present yourself before him, to leave that presence so profound that it leaves one weeping and in full knowledge of who the king is and who we serve as the most high. From there, those decisions are your soldier to make, but I know your heart and your heart will speak and light lead you right to where it needs to go to our Heavenly Father. The pain that you feel from the separation of your friend who committed suicide, it's not yours to own. It's not a burden you can carry. That pain is something that now to, to use, to motivate yourself to speak truth into others and carry the gospel of Jesus Christ into this world, to heal others and to prevent this from happening again. And honor your friend's death, as dark as it is, Honor him through the service in Jesus to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is your mission. And for the wife. Father, we pray for complete restoration of of energy and hope through the filling of the Holy Spirit. This is a heavy burden that she's carried and a love that's immense. And Father, we know that love heals. And may the love radiate through her in such a way that those demons now run because this isn't just love. This is Holy Spirit love. And the demons get back because the armor of God now is here and the mightiness of kingdom is flowing. And through the wife, you're now seeing and witnessing the true power of the Holy Spirit as this love flows between both of them and eyes up on Jesus to flow down to build your relationship stronger together. And may this hedge of protection include the daughter, everyone in that family, that household. Everybody is protected by the same bloodline blade by that we played before with the blood of Jesus. And may the restoration of energy and hope return, the sparkle return, the love and compassion in the heart's return. And against all odds, impossible things, let those walls, the demons built break and let the casing of the hearts be shattered. And may now the hearts flow with the beauty from one to the other as the Holy Spirit intends, and the revival and healing begin from the inside out to glow and to bring joy back into this household and restore the strength of something mighty in kingdom. For we declare this relationship to be a kingdom stronghold. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Scott, for praying with us at the Eaton Zoning Hearing 27... Oh, yes, that's right. Thank you, Scott, for praying with us at the Eaton Township Zoning Hearing 27 June 2023. Please pray for protection of Lake Erie and our our waterway soil air. Encourage for Eaton Township trustees to vote on a Ross Environment Rezoning request: additional acreage from light industry to heavy industry. Pray against permitting a landfill ten feet down, fifty feet high, on twenty-three acres, open for forty-eight years, in agricultural and residential community. Pray against the principalities, powers, rulers of this world of darkness, evil spirits, and regions above. Pray for protection from the for the for protection. The resistance chicks, the local residents and all of us, for we have poked the bear. And there we have it, Kevin and Christine. So this was really awesome. I called them and, they, and they, uh, Michelle called me and told me to give them a call. And when I got to calling them, they were about 10 minutes from this town hall, township meeting to beginning. And we had a great prayer. This all has to do with disposal of stuff, I believe, from um, that toxic spill they had. And so they've been trying to create use this township as a dumping ground for um, all of the garbage from that area, and it's it's polluting farmland. So, Father God, we are we're praying here today for a complete hedge of protection around Eaton Township, and an an empowering of of the of the warrior Christ to come out amongst the people in this township to speak truth to power and to stand it mightily as one to remember that they have the authority as the sovereigns of this earth to protect this land. And may, may the declarations, may we we declare here with the authorities given to us that this land is declared kingdom land, that no weapon forged against it, no evil intended against it can prevail. So Father, we pray that encouragement and power to flow into the hearts of those that are warring against this and for each of the warriors in this battle, a powerful hedge of protection around them to speak truth to power and to cast out the demons and to break the strongholds. The strongholds built by money, the strongholds built by corruption, the strongholds built by all sorts of dealings and power without regard for the fact that this is your kingdom space, your land. And we declare this entire township the property of you, Lord. And so we pray for the arrival of the mighty war angels to set guard upon the perimeter and no more will there be any d- demonic activity here. These things that they're doing to try to destroy this will be completely cast out. That Eaton County Township is no longer the territory for the dark, but it is now the presence of the kingdom and his stronghold for kingdom. That all the residents there will be revived into the joy and glory of understanding the power of the Holy Spirit as they experience and witness the miracles of you and God and the power warriors that are there, the warriors in Christ that are standing up to this evil and shattering the, the strongholds. And may that ripple effect transform this community into a community of powerful, light, and loving that leads those to the decision and ultimately, hopefully, the decision to accept Christ in their lives. But may the presence of Jesus be present there in a mighty way, in such a profound way that nothing there can take foothold except that which is blessed by you, Lord. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hang on just a second. There we go. Glenda, which is screen name, if B, if three B X N S W nine, in late Bard's podcast asked for prayers for her daughter Heather. She said has nodes on her thyroid and having having weight issues. The doctors are talking about giving her surgery to lose weight. Please pray that she may be healed in Jesus' name. V. I always find these things interesting how themes continue in prayers. I, just so you know, I have not read these prayers until just now today. So it's been an interesting theme today about diet and about what we put in our body. And again, I'm going to reference here, this is just a word for you, Glenda, just to reference Jordan Peterson and his testimony on the carnivore diet. Very important. do the research but he lost something like 55 pounds and has recovered from almost every ailment that they said was not possible to cure from, including gum disease. And he gives that testimony that's readily available. And I believe if I can find the piece, I'll pin it in telegram so you can hear the testimony. Glenda, at the core here is, is again, we're dealing in a parasitic culture. And so much of weight itself is a parasite And it's diet because it causes changes in our brain chemistry. So, Father, we're going to pray here for a hedge of protection around Heather and to restore that healing, the base healing in her body. But now to open, to cast off the cataracts, spiritual cataracts on her eyes to see clearly and to start to hear truly the shift that needs to happen father you put on my heart to speak of and speak to the carnivore diet and which you led me to but speaking now just as the other testimonies that are out there we just pray that that research and that interest to the research that will be there and if that's what's intended or whatever you have intended for a dietary shift for Heather may that just overwhelm her and change her exact persona and change her paradigm not to become victim of a system or slave, but now become a sovereign of the land. Jesus, we just ask that your presence there will be so profound that the direction ahead will become clear, that it's not medical, it's not surgery. And none of these ailments that are there, these are ailments of a dead world that are pulling her in, trying to suck her in and take her life away. That's the parasitic world. So we break those chains and those binds. We put a hedge of protection around Heather and we fill that space, that void there that the demons were once filling, we fill that with the Holy Spirit to heal her and begin the process of healing her body. And with this, it takes a accountability in our own life to shift and want that next step. Let that inspiration be awakened within her, Father, and to start seeking another way to and to see clearly these things that are setting before us here, that these are options like a carnivore diet that you can use to change your life, anti-parasitic treatments that Dr. Lee Merritt talks of, these sorts of things to be and to give both Glenda and her daughter ears to hear and a heart to respond. And bless them and protect them and they say these things in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Prayers prayers for strength as we lay Grandpa to rest this morning. Truth Patriot Well, Father, we just pray for Truth Patriot as he lays his grandfather to rest and just ask that the the pain that's there in the loss be filled with the joy of the life that he's had with him and that the memories of the greatness of the man fill that void of the pain of loss and that those memories now inspire Truth Patriot to a new level to find that mission ahead that is so important, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and to do so with the loving and compassion for what his grandfather was. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Need to get a drink. Hang on. Oh, father, I put a massive hedge of protection around my brother Clayton to stop any one of these LGBT pedophile freaks to mess with him and more to leave him alone, to stay away from him. And I will put them at the seat of your throat of of your throne of judgment. If they continue, he is no longer theirs to mess with and distort his mind, and if they do find his evil, this evil and send it back to the lake of fire, it is hands off of this evil your authorities you give us in Jesus. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Through your blood, Father, have Clayton find your love, that agape love draw to his family in Jesus' name, Jeffrey Edwards. Well, Father, apparently from this, it sounds like Clayton, the brother of Jeffrey Edwards, has been influenced by the LGBTQ force of this very demonic force. And not knowing the details of how this is happening, this is one of these things, Father, that we're we're going to pray for rebuking and we declare rebuking of those demons around Clayton. And that in that space, that there's a full hedge of protection around him. And that demons, this is now a bloodline of Christ that's been put around him. That you are no longer allowed to touch him. That the whispers will stop. And that Clayton is given a moment here a pause. That the scales of his eyes are, are, are cleared. And that he's filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit and in so doing clayton now begins to feel a restoration of who he is within your eyes father there's a there's a wound there a deep one a wound of why he's there that wound came from a long time ago he's ha- he's had doubts of who he is he's questioning what he is and i don't know the source you know the source of that father and it is familiar familiar in some way but father we just pray for that that deep wound to to get the salve of the blood of Christ to heal that. And those, the armor is shattered. So many wounds in this armor. Father, we pray for a new and replenished armor around him. And in this, just a complete feeling and flow of the Holy Spirit through him. And a presence that's so undeniable of Jesus the, the knowledge that needs to be put on his heart, that to get rid of all of this, you need to speak Jesus into the world and cast out those demons. We can rebuke them, but only he can make the decision to leave them. So Jesus, we just ask for your presence, to show your presence to him in such a profound way that truly will transform. This is less about bringing the, culprit, the, the influencers to the throne and more about Clayton making the choice of where he wants to walk, but having the space to do so. This is an imbalanced scale. And so we're praying for the scales to be returned to normal, to where there's truly a clear vision of whom he is serving now and whom he's choosing to serve. We pray for blessings over here and cleansings of the Holy Spirit, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Barts family, for all the prayers. Update on Nancy and Christopher. I have to make a correction for my first request. Oh, we already read that. Okay, we're good. Okay, so prayers for Jaron's mom after her fall. Okay, so we prayed for Jaron's mom the other night. This is Jaron Jackson, whose mom fell. She drove to physical therapy, got out of her car, went unconscious. We're going to pray on this, but we have to get an update here was found in the parking lot by the therapist. Ambulance called ER in the hospital. The hospital did a CT scan, and found a small bleed in her head. Ambulance's second hospital admitted to ICU was waiting, prayers appreciated. And so we prayed on that on, um, I believe we prayed on that on Tuesday night or Wednesday night, one of the two in, F- in Fisher's. And so here's the update: Mom in brain bleed, in brain healing itself. Pain aches from the fall, starting to increase. Tired, out of ICU, she could be coming home soon. God is good; He answers prayers. Jaron Jackson. Well, Father, we just thank you for that blessings answered, and that there's a continued healing of Jaron's mom. And we just pray and we declare absolute and total healing over Jaron's mom. Rapid and rapid immediate healing, miracle healing that these things, the pains that she's feeling are washed away, that the brain is fully restored, and that she's home soon, if not now, with Jaron, and that things quickly and rapidly begin to restore. And for whatever ailment is within her, we pray for a complete restoration of the body and that there's just a flooding of the Holy Spirit to flow through her and to wash away any of that ailment that's hanging on and to now to be revived in the power of the Holy Spirit and now to stand up powerfully Be the example and a story to carry of the power of healing through through prayer. We say these things in Christ's name. The Most High, our Father in heaven, has put on my heart to accept the commission of Operation Vineyard. He has not revealed my place yet, but through prayer, he most certainly will. I have not realized the scope of importance of this commission until he spoke very powerfully to me that that it is the way forward. I ask for prayers from all of you for God to anoint those who accept, regardless of their role, however big or small, I for one am already forever changed in very blessed way. Thank you, Bards S.K. Robert Bennett. Father, we take this prayer and we embrace this prayer, that for all those who accept the commission of Operation Vineyard, that you anoint their decision and anoint their path that a hedge of protection is placed around each one, that the clarity of discernment and the power of discernment in each breath and step is made increasingly each day, that eyes are maintained to see the world through your eyes and increasingly deeper through the love and compassion and mercy that you have for this world. And Father, we pray that the, the power of understanding where you want us to be, to be flows freely through each one with a clear understanding of what you want each step to be that there is no such thing as a big or small role in this, that accepting this role, accepting this path and this commission with Operation Vineyard is a lifestyle change, an anointment of the direction in which we go. So, Father, we ask for the blessings and anointing over all that accept, the resources needed to flow as freely as needed, whenever needed, and a mission-forward focus that keeps people true to path and true to you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I am an exec I am exec executive committee member of our county GOP. How do you destroy a tank? Last week I called our country's de, county's Democrat party as a GOP rep and asked if they'd be interested in talking about bipartisan action on Julian Assange and overturning FEC and Citizen United. Our first meeting on these topics is next Wednesday. Please pray that our creator prepares my heart and their hearts, that only love abounds and that God's hand steers our interactions, eyes to see and ears to hear, Rogue Valley. Father, this is somebody who we pray for massive blessing and anointing on this mission. This is exactly what we're talking about, destroying the strongholds of party divisions and finding the way through, which is the first steps in uniting. So Father, we pray for a massive blessing over Rogue Valley, and we declare that this moment in time that there will be the words given to him, or them, to literally speak the words of truth that only come from you, that will allow the power of the Holy Spirit to fill that meeting, to overwhelm the, and break down the strongholds of the evil and open up the glory of heaven in that meeting to such a degree that people begin to see each other as common people with maybe some different views, but not divided by the false walls created by the father of lies that are to make their self known in the names of parties, but rather break those strongholds that come together on common cause for a seeking and pursuit of the restoration of kingdom across this land. May this be the example and the stone in the pond that creates the ripples that many follow. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers for Brevard County, Florida, as they move forward with ban the jab resolution given to sheriffs in Florida. Republicans urge action against deadly vaccines. Multiple Florida County GOPs have passed resolutions calling on the state government to ban the dangerous and deadly weapon that were deployed under the guise of medical treatment. Brevard County Republican executive committee Breck has written a letter to governor DeSantis explaining why mRNA vaccines are neither safe nor effective. And even if taking it a step further by calling them bioweapons, this is stunning remarked Dr. McCullough. It. It can be fatal. In fact, it is fatal. Josh Sterling testified under oath in the U.S. Senate using actuarial data. He thinks so far we've lost 600,000 Americans due to the COVID-19 vaccines. That's where. That's more than the Civil War. Lift all who are tirelessly working to help stop the bioweapon from causing more harm. That's Nikki Knight. So, Father, we pray for the actions here of truth to continue to prevail in Brevard County, Florida, as we now see some aggressive actions to identify what this actually was, a bioweapon intended to harm and destroy your children on this earth. So Father, we pray for a victory here, a protection around their measure, a strength of the Holy Spirit to flow through and a mightiness of kingdom to be present that ensures that this measure that they're pushing for to ban this this bioweapon is approved and cannot be rebuked. And may this be a moment of reveal to truly expose those who have double played this or used this for their own benefit. Those that who believe truly that there's something to gain out of the vax or have even been given gains for this vax, may they continue to be revealed. And may the evil not have any more places to hide. May this be a a beginning of another stone in the pond that as it moves through its actions, it affects so many others, other counties, to stand up mightily and say no more, to draw that line, and to know that they have the power of kingdom with them as they do so. May this awaken the people, shake them from their slumber, and make them realize that they were fooled and tricked, and in so doing, they're going to now need to turn for healing. May they be drawn then to those that carry the power and anointing to heal and to restore them truly as children of the kingdom and ultimately restore their eyes to the Most High. In Christ Jesus' name. Friends, please pray for my daughter, a prodigal who hasn't slept much for the four months. let see, from the four months, from the four-month-old past two days, Okay, so the last two days, her daughter has not slept much because of their four-month-old who has been, uh, apparently, <laughs> whatever's going on is not allowing her to sleep. Without Jesus, she is losing it. Bid the enemy and show her your path. She came into the room as, as this praise from This is from Kit Kat. So, Father, we just pray for Kit Kat's daughter and just pray that, that she will really, in this moment, seek the wisdom that comes from her mother, and may the, may the daughter hear the words of the mother in the loving way that they're intended to break down the strongholds and to start putting her eyes towards Jesus. These moments of trial that we're in that can be so challenging, powerful moments that can tr- stress us to the limits of wanting to give in or break. These are the moments that are most opportune for people to finally hear the word of the gospel and experience the presence of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we pray for the presence of the Holy Spirit here to overwhelm and to consume and to fill and to flood and to flush and to restore truly to the joy of what we're intended to be. And through this, let those words and that wisdom with the presence of Kit Kat be there to guide her daughter into that path that will truly free her from the bonds of this world and empower her into the glory of a mother in kingdom. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen have a prayer request for Paige, my niece. She has heart problems. I do not know if she took the jab. Richard Schneichel. Well, Father, we pray for Paige, not knowing the origins of this, but always there's that suspicion, but you know, and you know the truth here. So, Father God, we pray for a complete healing of Paige and her heart. And we just pray for the blood of Christ to flow over her and to restore that heart and restore that youthful power to her body. And in this process, Father, may this be another one of those moments that truly the healing of the individual becomes the power to lead them to the source of whom they are and whom they really should be serving. Let the reality before them know that the true power of healing be that of Jesus, and the true power of healing flow from the holy spirit and that knowledge may that open their eyes a page to seek deeper truth within scripture and ultimately lead a path that she can choose hopefully to find jesus bless her and guide her and we say these things in christ jesus name amen one last prayer for nikki armad father in in the we just pray for nikki and all that she's dealing with in the struggles that she has right now with her health and her and the challenges that they have in overcoming the black mold in their home. We just pray for the resources and blessing to flow upon them as they struggle to keep things together, rebuild things, and to restore health. We pray for the, the power of the Holy Spirit to completely overwhelm Nikki and to, we pray for a total and, and declare total healing over her body to push out any of the toxins, to push out any of the issues of parasites and to totally restore her body to the might and ferocity of kingdom. Equally, Father, we pray in this moment of time that there'll be openings, un- unexpected and profound, openings and blessings of work and, and, and resources that will open up to each her and her husband in new opportunities that will be truly in the path that you put before them. And may they continue on this path of worship and loving, and may that be just be a blessing that continues to echo across their property and their land and around the neighborhood in which they live. Bless them and guide them, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Patriots, that ends today's prayer session, and um, I want to thank everybody for being here. This was a nice session today. So... I'm going to close with a prayer. Father God, I just want to thank you for this assembly of amazing hearts and that come here each week to join in together in prayer at the authorities given to us to declare healing, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, to do greater works, and most importantly, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for... A, an anointing over all those that are here. We pray for an additional hedge of protection around all those that accept the commission of Operation Vineyard. And for those that are in that place of deciding, deciding, or or trying to choose, may the clarity come to each one, both in if they should accept the commission and to what path they have before them. We pray for a continued blessing over Bard's nation as we continue to raise up the mighty warriors of healing and the mighty warriors in Christ. And may our prayers continue to echo across this land, a land that is much need of healing and much need of restoration of faith. And may our prayers become the constant push and seeding of those forests of a relationship in Father, that the dead stone walls continue to fall and the mightiness of the Holy Spirit continue to flood in, that the true temple of Jesus, the heart of the church, begins to grow through each individual as we go into the world and not stay hidden behind locked doors. And so, Father, we pray for this continued growth of Bard's nation, the blessings and anointing that you put before us. May it be that that draws others here, draws others with the confidence of knowing that we will pray for healing and it shall be delivered, that we will pray for the restoration of lives and it shall be delivered, and that we will continue this march forward in prayer and mightiness as the warriors of Christ to shake the tree, to shake the foundation, to speak truth to power, and to be representatives of you, Lord, the children of the Most High. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. Thank you for joining early. I'm going to i have an hour to get ready for the interview with Mike Adams. So I appreciate you joining early today. Uh, we'll be back at regular time next week. But um, this is a really good session today. So thank you very much. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.